Oh, I bought a dog yesterday. Are we recording? Uh, I guess we can record. Yeah. Yeah. This is massive. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I bought a dog. Dogs are expensive as shit. I thought you got out of that. I did. I got back in it last night. <laughs> Wait, you bought a dog? I bought a dog. We're recording. Yeah, we're recording. What kind we're of dog? Recording. Say what? What kind of dog? So it's a uh, uh, yellow one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got a yellow one. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow ones are good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yellow ones are good ones. A little golden. Is he a golden, golden doodle? doodle? I got the golden, golden doodle. doodle. That's what's up, yo. Son. Good for you, I yo. I got the doodle, bro. I saw there's a golden doodle lives in our apartment. Swear to God, this guy can open doors. Really? He, like, jumps up, pushes down on the handle. It's crazy. It's oh, the most incredible lit. thing ever. They're brilliant. These oh, dogs. bro. And then, you know, we have a dog currently. Right, yeah, yeah, her yeah. dog, which I don't acknowledge. Now I understand why I can't just adopt some chick's kids. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know these motherfuckers that like combine families, and you gotta treat this other dude's fucking kid like oh, your shit. kid. Yeah, I already am looking at this other dog. Like the second he don't come when I say he come, I'm like, all right, you about to see, motherfucker? You about to see? Yo, you ready for a dog, yo? You gotta say walk him. It's a boy or girl? No, I don't know. It's a dog. What the fuck does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Did you name I, it? I said, say what? Did you name it? Chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. One man adopted a dog as a bit. Y'all can't handle this shit. Yeah, like, I can't handle it. Oh, my no, my agreement with my girlfriend is she has to do everything for the dog. <laughs> and I was like, that was the agreement. And then she gets a dog. But then she she's going to have to like go Son. back to work and stuff soon, right? Say again? She's going to go back to work soon. She better figure that out. <laughs> that's her responsibility it's my responsibility to come back and nurture the dog and hug the dog I already I'm gonna break every fucking rule with the dog she's like you know we have to crate it at night I'm like it's sleeping in the bed with me yeah 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 but it's, it's gonna not shit even... in the bed early Say on what? if you don't crate you gotta potty train it first before he whose responsibility is that Akash did <laughs> yeah. I not line that out already yeah no I know but you can't just have it in the bed right away why not shit's in the bed then what it's you not gonna, gonna shit when you're getting cuddled you can't shit when you're getting cuddled you can get big too how big are you gonna get um I don't know. We haven't decided. <laughs> I figure that's on us. <laughs> right? Like His weight is on you. His height yeah. is not. Say again? His weight is on you. All right. So we have, might have a little Manu Bogle doodle. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a Manu Bolden doodle, Doc. Just some tall and skinny golden doodle. Oh, I feel fuck. like you're not very supportive of this dog thing I got. I feel like you're not supporting the dog. The dog's not here yet. It's two weeks old. Okay? Yeah. And then it has to be eight weeks because yeah. you got to get that shit vaccinated. Yeah. Mark, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about gagging. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody hates about vaccinating animals, huh, yeah. Mark? Enjoy your autistic dog, idiot. <laughs> Yo, that'd be lit, though. Good luck opening doors and hot guys to build them, dude. I don't need it to open doors. Dogs are kind of autistic, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Now they're all emotion. Say all again? they are is happiness and love. They're the opposite, right? Isn't autistic you don't have emotion? So you, if could you vaccinate somebody that has no emotion and like get them? What if you vaccinate an autist? <laughs> what if you vaccinate me, bro? What if I get a little more mo- like, like maybe my girl's like, I think you need some aluminum, yo. <laughs> Why are you so cold about everything? <laughs> Real talk. Maybe I need some more vaccinations. But what if you vaccinate an autist? You think that could? If that you could, if you double down like that could be the vaccine for autism is you multiply negative numbers. Uh, you add a little vaccines. bit more into them. Yeah. I'm into I mean listen. It's two negative numbers. It doesn't hurt to try. We act like we can't experiment with them. Like <laughs> let's experiment. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. Let's experiment. It's like how long are you gonna be the, the fucking manager of the basketball team? <laughs> Get you know out I mean? there. This guy's thirty six years old playing the last game of the season, hitting a three and everybody going crazy. We know you're gonna hit the three. You've been doing this for forty fucking years. Right? Like I'm not wrong. <laughs> 
How long Son. are you going to do it? Son. Akash? What up? Anyway, talking about... Ain't that. it crazy that we made a movie about Rudy and he basically just did the same shit we let every autistic kid do in a fucking high school basketball game is get out there at the end of the season and play a couple plays? <laughs> we got a fucking Disney movie about this? Akash? <laughs> Football is very different. You're putting people at risk. Hmm. When you let a retard run out there, oh, he'll do damage. Let, Maybe like, Rudy's a fucking son, retard. Maybe he's really the retard. Dude, I remember watching that movie, and everybody's like, "How do you get the sack?" I'm like, "How do you not <laughs> get this sack?" When that little retard heard hike you, and it just went after it, right? Just pushing off the tackle with one arm, son. <laughs> fumble sounds like the only word they can pronounce. Hey, <laughs> right? you ready for dinner? Fumble, fumble. <laughs> Oh my god! But seriously, when we're talking about <laughs> want to talk about vaccinations and such, Mark is like Mister Fucking Four Chan. He's Mister Reddit, <laughs> yeah. right? Everything is a conspiracy. This motherfucker, I told you before the podcast, yeah. got blue pilled this week. Yeah. This entire week, he's like, "Oh, listen to an interview with Ezra Klein about body positivity <laughs> and the thing about Vox. <laughs> Vox really makes a lot of sense I with their journals." <laughs> Defending Mark, bro. Lizzo is brave. Okay, <laughs> like I don't see. I don't know. I think maybe oh we were. God. I was a little egregious in believing some things. Okay, <laughs> what so, things? What he things? He is so sleep, dog. So, this guy is so sleep. I dead ass before the pot, and this is what made Andrew tell me. Is he was like, "Yo, man, I watched a documentary on the moon landing, and that made me think we did it." Like. I bro, changed my mind just, about it. I, like, I changed didn't my mind believe it before. On everything I believe my whole life, I flipped it on. Okay, I believe that 9-11 was an outside job. I believe that we did go to the move, and I believe black people should be able to vote. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> the things I I held as core values. <laughs> An outside job is funny, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so you're totally blue-pilled outside out. Job. Outside job is just funny. That's just what we call calling uh, Akash's parents for uh, tech advice, bro. That's outside. Man, there's a long Damn. setup. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt hey, it. Hey, you know what? Keep shooting. Keep shooting. You're on a roll. Don't let one miss take you out the fucking Mark, we're going to put you in last game of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rudy, bro. That ball was just going around and around. And around. <laughs> Time was still. <laughs> bro, I'm full-blown Rudy. I've been in that situation where you know you fumbled it. And you bro, just try to so plow through <laughs> the show. Look like you got fucking tennis rackets on your God. sneakers in the snow. Russell. I don't even, I lose confidence. You see my shoulders slump <laughs> midway through the delivery. And I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, it's man. Part fuck of the game. It's just you know? like Akash's parents <laughs> <laughs> immigrated Fumble. to the country and opened up a 7 Eleven. Son. And I wanted to give it up because you were on fire, yo. Uh, bang, bang, bang. One bang, more bro. time. Hit him with it one more bro, time. We you, got it. The, you just listen to too much Ezra Klein, you get less funny. That's what happens. What's that What are you doing? That's a different theme song. What's the Seinfeld? That's the Boy Meets World theme song. I'm pretty sure. What's the Seinfeld? Isn't that the Boy Meets World? That's been his week. It's Boy Meets World, bro. I'm trying to expose him. Wait a minute. How do you do Seinfeld, bro? That's fucking. That's 100 Boy Meets World. That's the Twix commercials. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I think. Dun, 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 bro, you did deliverance, bro. Say what? That ding, 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 ding. That's deliverance, bro. That Come is on. poor me's world. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Boy no, turns man. So I got a dog. That's what's up. My girl got a cool little project. You know, <laughs> everything's kind of cool. Yo, what's the over and under for when the first dog is out of there? Oh, ASA. Let's say three weeks. Three? No, we got to wait till quarantine is over because they're going to have to give it back to. I told my girlfriend, I said, I'm supportive of us having both dogs. I think this is I think this is cool. I think we'll find a way to figure everything out, obviously. But if the old dog bites my new dog, I'm going to flush it down. The <laughs> now <toilet>. it's <laughs> your new dog. It's my dog. It's not both your dog. As far as I'm concerned, I pay for the dog too. Oh my god, son! <laughs> so, so the dog so, is mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dog is mine, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, the dog is mine, bro. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. We had a good week. Yo, we had a good week. What bro. else? My dick, f- like, found its way out my hole of my boxers. Mm-hmm. Like when we were kind of like making out. Yeah. So my girl thought. That like <laughs> she, she goes, she goes, she goes, oh, she goes, she goes, damn, I got it. Why? I was like, why? She goes, I just made your dick undo your boxers and come out. Like, <laughs> like, like it snuck out through the hole. Of the She's boxers. literally turning into you. Ain't that some you shit to say? Damn, I got it. I'm fire, yo. <laughs> she's, she's at home right now. <laughs> She's at home right now. Like I be getting these dudes hard. <laughs> be getting these dudes hard. So fucking hard. <laughs> Real talk. But wait, what dudes though? <laughs> wait, what you talking about? You, dudes, son. bro. Talking all right, about all you. right, all right, all right. Yo, I'm a jealous motherfucker, bro. Yo, I see that. You know how jealous I am? She got a little crush on one of these Formula One drivers in this documentary watch. And I be wishing that motherfucker crashes every <laughs> single race, bro. Every single time he hits a turn, I'm like, accelerate, Carlos Sainz. Accelerate. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, you know, I be trying to act like that shit is cool when they say somebody's cute and inside I'm yeah. like, you out of your fucking mind? I'm right here. Tell that shit to your friend. <laughs> so I'm trying to fight fire with fire because there's another Formula One driver, this mad cute. His name is Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, he he drives for Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a cute ass company. Cute ass company. And um, so she talks about Carl Sainz, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but that's Charles, though. Yeah. <laughs> Charles kind of fire, right? And I'm like, yo, we got to be Team Ferrari, because I'm trying to get her away from Carl, right, right, right? Right, right? It's like, yo, we Team Ferrari, Charles, that's my boy, you know what I mean? And that's the best team, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who switched teams and went to Ferrari next fucking year? Oh. <laughs> Carlos motherfucking Sainz. If this guy don't die in a goddamn car accident soon, bro. Oh, <laughs> he really trying to break up my relationship. You really want him to die, bro? Say what? You really want him to die? Meme. <laughs> Maim, I'll get. He could get maimed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, maim is different. You can get maimed. You get maimed. Roof for a maiming, and you're gonna rub it into your girl. Say he, what? You're gonna rub it in when he fucking. I'm say, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, look what you did to this man. He didn't deserve it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mark, bro? I be affecting the world, yo. I mean, that's a lot, dude. Son. I'm not going to lie, guys. Sometimes I affect the world in a greater way. You know what I mean? <laughs> By maiming Formula One drivers? I mean, indirectly. <laughs> I have like, an indirect connection to the, to the, you know, the greater world in a lot like, of yeah, different ways. Yeah, babe. You wanted a crush? This is a crush. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby! He's back. Yeah. Let's go! He's back! Let's go! <laughs> 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 Why is it delivery? 
insurance every time. Wait, was that not it? <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does it go? Oh, it's got to be more. Uh, what's that? Uh, that shit is fire, yo. God, that's fire. Bro, I didn't yo, know you were from the beginning. Hold on, hold Act on. like that shit didn't drop. I didn't know that Al was playing that you off the computer. I just saw you reach towards the mic, and then the <laughs> shit came out perfect. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Michael Winslow over here. You real talk. All right. Michael Winslow. Police <laughs> Academy. <laughs> that shit is that fire, shit yo. Yo, Drew's got soul, bro. Yo, yo. Drew's got soul, bro. Hard, Careful, Mark. Drew's got soul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got blue pilled. I'm on. So, I'm oh, that's right. You oh, want yeah. it. Yeah. You want it, bro. All right. Oh, he's, did he tell you he spoke to a seed yesterday? Yeah, he's been talking to him. Yeah. Oh, you guys stayed friends? I'm the liaison to the community. But how do you communicate? What do you mean? I, I thought they can't have smartphones. <laughs> yeah, no. They, oh, you're not can't. texting them. No, they can't have smartphones. I just, I just see them. I just like see them in the street. These people. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, they're kind of. Wait. So you way. just wait on the street for? Them? Like, did you speak to them more than once? I think I did. How do you think? I mean, bro, how can you know? How can you know? I think oh, you it's thought it might have been a different one. I, I'm oh. not sure, but I think it's the same. They're they're they the, can't the, be upset about they're that. They're the like, Chinese of white people. Yo, but <laughs> yo, real <laughs> talk. Real talk. I think you're right. But like, and they can't be upset about it because they're like Chinese people can't help the fact that they look so similar, right? Right. But excuse me, excuse same me. hair, same coat. But the, same they, they, they're trying to look yeah. exactly. It's like the law that you have to look similar, right? Yeah. Oh God, that burp really <laughs> threw off the fucking momentum. Hating <laughs> <laughs> ass burp, right? Like we were fucking moving right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, dog. Happy Hanukkah, right? Like, what happened with that burp? What do you think they thought burps were back in the day? Or did they not have them because they didn't have Pepsi? <laughs> What's the deal with burp? Yeah, Trash! That's actually a good point, because you got to think, if people were sneezing, they said, bless you, because they thought the demon was coming out. Okay, so what'd they say if you burped? I don't know. It's an interesting discussion. You know where this started? In a Seinfeld-like bit. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but it all leads to. Son, oh, what were we talking about yesterday? Oh, that shit was Oh, funny. yeah, yo, he got so pissed. Wait, he was wait, talking wait, yesterday. Wait, hold on. What are we, talk, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Let's not. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Hold on now, Mr. Blue Pill. He was face-timing this hot-ass dude. No, <laughs> so he was talking yesterday. He goes, you know, blah, 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 yada, 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 right? And I was uh, like, you know what that's from? And he just goes, yo, shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. no. I never said that. You made that up. Double so, dipping is apparently from Seinfeld. Like the term. Man, come yep. on, son. Yep. Stop. You can't dip. double dip the Stop chips. Stop it. But double dipping is... It, I double nah, dip. Nah, nah, the mouth is the cleanest part of a dog. Yeah, but you never said it. He coined the phrase. You really think he's the first person? He coined the phrase. He brought, that, else, he brought you, that shit into the... The, the, the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Modern Shakespeare, bro. Real Ooh. fucking talky, yo. Real fucking talky. Y'all need to really chill out because you're gonna you're starting to trigger me. You're starting to trigger me. You're starting to get me upset. You know who invented trigger? <laughs> the Germans? No, <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, no, this is what we were talking about because uh, you know he was obviously talking to the Hasids, right? Yeah, yeah. Hasidic community. The Hasidic community is pretty close to uh, where Mark lives, or you live like. What next? They manage my building. Yeah. They manage your building, right? <laughs> they and manage this building. all buildings and a lot of buildings. <laughs> they manage the buildings. Okay, so um, and Corona apparently like ravaged the Hasidic community, right? Right. And um, yeah, we were talking about how like 
of you know of course it affected them more deeply because you know one of the the telltale signs you have corona is you can't taste or smell food right mm. and you know <laughs> how do they know yeah like i don't know if you've had their food but yeah uh, there's no way to know if yeah. you have corona yeah You're just yeah. eating fucking matzo ball soup and it tastes yeah. the same as it yeah. always has <laughs> this hot water tastes like hot water i guess yeah there's not that much flavor. Son, i was talking to al about matzo ball soup yesterday ain't that some jewish shit to convince you this cheap ass shit is something you can serve at a diner wait wait go it's on just, it's go just on. broth and a piece of fucking dough and they're like hey soup eat that <laughs> it's the cheapest thing you could possibly make me is it, it is broth and dough. That's what the matzo ball is. Son, this dough? whole time I thought it was a meatball. Swear to yeah, God. matzo's meat. Ain't that some Jewish shit to do? Make what? you think it's meat when it's really just a piece of fucking dough? Whoa, dude! I, Save a lot of money. You know think that's so crazy, right there, dude? <laughs> Whoa, dude! <laughs> what are the Jews focused on, bro? We might have to circumcise this part of the episode. Dude. This <laughs> shit is getting a little bit serious, bro. God, okay. All right. Sometimes they're filled with meat, but sometimes they're just bread. Ah, it's like a dumpling, uh, or just like Jewish women. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sometimes they're filled with meat, bro. <laughs> Nah, don't you fuck with, you know, y'all never fuck, fuck just, with just plow through it. So just plow through it. Yeah, Mark is contagious, bro. It's all around. Uh, that dude. fucking blue pill. Uh. We got fucking blue pill. Okay. Ooh. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. What other we got? Wait, we got good topics. Hold on. Hold on. We got some good shit to talk about. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. There is, we got to give some respect because there's a content creator out there that... I never understood his greatness in the content creating sphere. I respected him for making a, a an incredible uh, company and uh, tapping into uh, a need, especially in the sports world, but also like the cultural world mm. and uh, doubling down on it and building this company. And I really respected him as a businessman for that. But I never understood him as like an elite content creator, even though all the people that worked with him were like, nah, trust me, this dude is legit. I just didn't see it yet. And we fuck with the people that work for him. Yeah, 100%. A lot of friends over there. Love everything that's going on. Obviously, I'm holding, um, what is the term it's called? It's, you got to hide the eight ball or some shit like that. Who cares? Whatever. So obviously, we're talking about Dave Portnoy at Barstool. And I really only saw the pizza reviews. And everybody's like, yo, this guy's a fucking genius. And I'm like, it's just pizza. I don't, I don't get it. I never yeah. really cared. Um. This week, or the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. apparently the quote unquote old Portnoy, the way that he used to do things, right. has been brought back. He has done two things in the past week that are absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. The second one, I don't know. We'll, we'll go through yeah. the second one, but the first one, I mean, unbelievable raw content creation, like Trump level yeah. usage of the internet, inspiring, fun, and seeing him do these two things justifies all the success of Barcelona. Now, of course, you need to hire amazing people to work with right. you at Barcelona and build up a company. But one, recognizing their talent to create, but also creating on your own. And yeah. it was fucking unreal. First is the Goodell thing. Yes. Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. Longtime beef with uh, many uh, you know, Patriots fans. Uh, Portnoy. Every fan hates him. Yeah, it's, every, every player answer. hates him. And yep. but would you say more so even Patriots fans because of yes, because of Deflategate yes. and and he suspended Tom Brady kind of unfairly, honestly because he was they should have been punished more harshly a few years ago for 
videotaping other people's practices and he like was kind of light on that and everybody was coming down on him other owners who's the only people he cares about were like what the fuck there's such a light punishment so when tom brady was accused of deflating football so he could throw them better in a playoff game he came out he came down on tom brady like probably too hard there was no real proof he might have did it you can't really get him on it but he gave him four games uh suspension so huge him. yeah yeah um basically there is a charity event that everybody is kind of donating different things towards, yes, right? All in. All in. And I guess it's to raise money for... I think uh, coronavirus researcher... Some sort of coronavirus yes. thing. I don't even know where the money goes. Where does it go? It's just a weird... Whatever. It doesn't matter. But everybody's doing the right thing. And Goodell has this longtime beef with Portnoy. He kicked Portnoy out of the Super Bowl, I believe, yeah. one year. Yeah. Um, like had him handcuffed and removed from the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Huge beef. I mean, they've been selling like all these t-shirts that mock Goodell. This has like been a long time thing. Yeah. So Goodell sells or auctions off yeah. for this all-in challenge a night of watching Monday Night Football with him in his man cave. Right. Portnoy buys it for a quarter million dollars and then releases this amazing promo video. I don't know if we can play it because I don't want the thing to get flagged, but I'm sure if you guys just look on Twitter or Instagram, you'll find this um, this video. His Instagram is, uh, I think, El Presidente or Bar- El Presidente, Barstool. I think. El Presidente or Barstool Presidente mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm. Amazing video. Now everybody were like dying to see them in the same room together. I'm sure he's going to have a camera there. Maybe Goodell won't happen. Or maybe Goodell will back out on the deal, which would be even better. Yes. I mean, he's put but Goodell in a corner, and Goodell 100%. is never used to be in a corner because it's like, if you don't do this, you don't want those kids or the people that need the help to get a quarter million dollars. And a quarter million dollars seat dinner with Roger Goodell, who seems like one of the most boring, unlikable people on the face of the earth. I can't imagine the second highest bid was anywhere close to that. So let's say the second highest bid is $50,000, which yeah. still seems kind of crazy. You're going to cost charity $200,000 because you don't like this guy? Mm. If you're Goodell, wouldn't you just bid a little more? I, he said, he's like, I don't know how I got away with this. I don't know how they didn't catch on to the fact that it was me. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. That's what Dave Portnoy said. Like, I don't know how the fuck they let this slide through the cracks. But I got it. So until they pull the rug, I'm going to ask him everything I've been wanting to ask him for all these years. Amazing. Love it. So this week, another brilliant piece of content creation. And this is more like along the wrestling sphere. Yeah. Uh, there is a podcast called Call Her Daddy. Right. Call Her Daddy at one point became like the number one podcast in America. Now, number ones are tricky because they're algorithmic based. So they judge how fast you accelerate. Right. In other words, if you're a brand new podcast, a lot of times you can jump to number one because not a lot of people were listening to you. And then now you have, let's say, 100 listeners. Going from zero to 100 is super fast acceleration. Going from 90 to 100 is not that fast acceleration. So you're not going to get the same thing. That being said, listened to by a lot of people. It was on Barstool Sports. The girls uh, that did it were these two girls that just talk about like sucking dick and fucking and like, you know, Perfect fingering turkeys and all that kind of shit. And it's just, it's one of like the girl whore podcasts, very popular genre of um, podcasts. Um, they get into some beef with Barstool, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of the reason for. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am kind of the reason. Did we talk about this whole thing? I told you guys earlier. I told you guys earlier. (laughs) I told you guys earlier. 
I'm kind of the reason for it. We'll get to that later, but you break down what's going on. Okay, so in short, basically Portnoy finds these two girls as they're starting the podcast. He's like, all right, I'll take a chance on you. I'll give you guys the thing. So like they start doing the podcast independently. He's like, all right, I'll pay you guys money. And they get a, signed on a three-year contract. They're making half a million a year plus like merch and all the other stuff. So they're not getting paid nothing. Yeah. So they're making half a million a year. They're doing the thing. After one year, they're like, all right, we want to renegotiate the contract. We're not happy with this. They want like the IP for the show. They want yep. more money. They want all this stuff. Portnoy's like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. But what? Who pushed them to do that? So this wasn't found out till later. But like as like the time goes on, they're like trying to renegotiate more and more. And then basically it's found out that Sophia, the brown hair girl, is dating this guy, Peter Nelson, I think, this mm -hmm. HBO exec. And oh. <laughs> and he is now shopping. <laughs> he's shopping their podcast around to different places, trying to get more money for it. So he goes to Wondery, and they're like, "All right, we'll give you more money for the podcast." They're signed to a three-year contract, and they're trying to break the contract. And uh, basically, they just stopped doing these episodes for like five weeks and cost them a bunch of money. So they stopped doing the episodes for five weeks. Obviously, they had like you know pre-existing ads. Yep. Uh, they maybe chalked it up to Corona. Dave Portnoy offers him a few more deals. Crazy deal. Like very lucrative deals. He's like, yo, yeah. I'll cut you guys loose six months early. You can have the IP. Like no one gets the IP. And he was See, like, that's the thing. We got offered a deal very early and the, the money was dog shit. But my main issue was they fuck you at the beginning of all these deals. They The IP is ours is what they always try to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, if you sign that deal, you're a fucking retard. You have to keep your IP. That's right. just what it is. So for them to give it back, Dave to give that back, he really did not have to. No. I own your entire podcast. So I like, could swap you out. It don't matter. I'll cut you loose and I'll give you everything. Yeah. yeah. That's generous. I want to talk about the IP thing in a second, but but yeah. Um, they said no to the deal. They still want to go somewhere else. Yeah. Right? And again, I don't know all like the nuanced bullshit. I'm sure they're back and forth. Uh, Portnoy goes on their feed. Yeah. Because he has access to their feed <laughs> and drops an episode where he explains everything that's gone on on their feed. That's so brilliant. The feed of the you know number one podcast yes. in the country, right? Fuck, that's great. Right? They can't access their feed. They're locked out of their feed. Well, here's why I think that's so brilliant. Because we've all been in a situation where somebody can control a narrative uh -huh. and you're kind of outside of it. And he can go on his IG. But, but now he's on your now he's Now he's telling his side of the story to the same people that have only been getting your side of the story. Mm, right. And it's so petty that most of us wouldn't do it. But I respect anybody so much when they oh, do do that. It. I love it. Oh, love God. It. So he breaks that down, et cetera. And eventually, I guess, communications break down. So then I think Barstool goes, all right, fuck it. You guys are locked out. We have you for three years. We own your IP. We own the IP. Yeah. I don't know how deep their contract is. Maybe it's so deep that they're not even allowed to podcast if it's not through Barstool. Yeah. Who knows? That, that's my question. Because like. But I we'll get to we'll get to the, the IP discussion oh, in a second. Okay, I just okay. want to go back all to right. why I'm the cause of all this. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's back up. I don't know. Over a year ago. Definitely over a year ago. Been with my girl all year. So definitely over a year ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> way over a year ago. So um, this is what happens. I match with a girl on this dating site called Raya, mm -hmm. right? Cute chick, brunette, attractive, yeah. right? We talk a little back and forth. We're texting. Everything's cool. She asks her, I ask, uh, one, of, one of us asks, I, I was, maybe it's me, I don't know, to like, let's hang out. Or we agree to go hang out a certain day. I think it's Tuesday. We, I don't, who knows? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Go, okay, let's go hang out. It's like seven o'clock on a Tuesday. 
and I'm like feeling really comfortable on my couch and I'm just like, I started watching maybe a game. I think there's a game coming on. And I was like, you know what? I haven't watched a fucking game in a long time. And I've been working so fucking hard. I just want to like sit down and chill tonight. So I text her, hey, I can't do it tonight. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. My bad to, you know, cancel on you this late. That's on me. I'll make it up to you, something like that. But I just wanted to fucking watch the game. I didn't want to go on a fucking date. Right? You want to rest. I want to rest. I'm a tired guy. Yeah. You know, not to mention I knew I was going to be my soulmate in the future. So it's not <laughs> like, what, what am I doing with this time right now? So <laughs> apparently, this is what I hear. She's like in full makeup, ready to go. Really pissed off. So she calls this guy who's been hitting her up nonstop, but she's been ignoring like crazy that works at HBO and is this executive named Peter uh, Nelson. <laughs> they meet up. They go on a date. Things link up. It's beautiful. They're in love. They find their soulmates. You're welcome. Right. He gets in her ear about the success of the podcast and all of a sudden tells her, yo, you got this a year later. You got to leave Barcelona. They're taking advantage of you, et cetera. She basically, the, I caused it. She had the no. You, basically, no. I caused it. You know, like in the Ice Age movies where like there's that little fucking rat running around. He pushes the acorn in the ice shelf and then it kind of breaks. Yeah. I'm that. You know, what's, what's interesting is you normally want <laughs> I'm the acorn and the little rat. You normally want credit for good things. Yeah. Right now you want credit for destroying two careers. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. I want credit for Portnoy's great content. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Portnoy. <laughs> How do you rate this pizza? <laughs> uh, but fuck. isn't that crazy? That's super small world, right? Obviously, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, this, yeah. I did not crazy. cause this or anything like that. Crazy. But how hilarious is it? That, crazy like, coincidence. Like in the small podcasting world that already exists in New York, yeah. that this crazy event could somehow be tied back to us? Yeah. Like directly, it's not that indirect. No, no, abs- it's it's crazy. It is a very small world. That's a crazy sequence of events. This exec is a loser. It's all adding up. Now, how, <laughs> I mean, like, how is reality different if you decide to not watch the game and you go on the date? I probably have an HBO special by now. <laughs> <laughs> that guy owes you a special. Yo, yo. Real talk. Maybe I gotta stop fucking all these execs, girls. <laughs> but you didn't. You canceled on her. No, I didn't. You don't do cancel on her. He doesn't meet his soulmate. HBO should love you. In this all guy. seriousness, it's very easy not to have sex with executive girls because they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, but <laughs> they are gay, right? Like I everybody. love independent Andrew. <laughs> they're all too no, I love okay. indie Drew. <laughs> they're all gay or girls. Oh, I heard like every exec at Comedy Central got fired last week. <laughs> Checking off the list. Nah, man, I don't want to dance on nobody's grave, but that's what you get, you stupid ass bitches. Oh, because now you got it. You don't want to dance on the grave. Hit it. Hit that shit, bro. Let's dance on the grave. Let's dance on Hey. I can't do it. I can't do it. Do we have space back here in the watch? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. It's not enough. You need space. I need real estate for my shit, yo. Here's your grapes. Here's your grapes. Oh boy! 
Oh, oh y'all don't know that we get flagged for that shit. Oh, oh, fuck. Listen, it is what it is. Hey, why don't you put that back up? Uh, maybe it'll be inspiring to all these unemployed network execs, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe make a show on your own, you fucking dorks. Yeah. Can y'all see it? Oh, man. Can y'all see it? Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh, no big deal. Oh, man. No big deal. Just three of us broke your entire business. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Just three people. <laughs> Just took it like this. We <laughs> Well, I just hurt my neck right there. Dude, you think their necks are going to be hurt when they're looking for fucking shots? <laughs> Yo, can you stress your neck out from going like this too hard? No, but for real, I hurt my neck right there. That shit pinch. I got a pinch, bro. Oh, man. I got a pinch. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. You think their necks are going to hurt when they're looking up at the building where they used to live because they're <laughs> fucking homeless? <laughs> Yo, real talk. Sleep in the street be fucking with your neck, dog. No, no bullshit. That shit be fucking with your neck. Oh, man. Bro. Oh, fuck. Do you know what I mean? But nah, nah, nah. In nah. all seriousness. In all seriousness, it'll be easy to get another job because they have so many hits under their belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> I mean, like... Just tell them you brought them whatever's fucking. Hey. <laughs> hey. I don't even want to name specific shows, but we know. Hey. <clears throat> hey. hey. All right. <laughs> okay. Can we... wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. You want, you want me to fill the air right there? Should we try to sign Caller Daddy, you think? Oh, dude. That's the move. Do you want to know it's crazy? No. <laughs> so, uh. So, <laughs> this is so. What, 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 what? I don't know. <laughs> I actually imagine they have a stock contract. Because I signed a shitty deal once. They have a stock contract that is we own everything. You can't do shit without us. And then if you sign that without having somebody look at it, you're probably fucked. So, so I imagine that's yeah, that, that's the Yeah, that's a conversation I want to have. And we kind of right. had this conversation the other day. Out. Yeah. But so IP is really interesting. IP, I believe, you got is shit on your chin, bro. That you got it. it's just glistening. I can't. All right, there you go. What? Oh my bad. <laughs> Am I shining? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hold on a second. Um, that was my girl texting me. You see what I did right there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see that phone get flipped? You see that phone get flipped? Yo, can I ask you a real question? Yo, no, but yo my bad, man. Hey, my bad. <laughs> hey, say. man, my bad. I'm gonna call you back. I'm doing a pod. I'm doing a pod. <laughs> Yo, oh, what? I was just about to ask you how long ago did she stop listening to the podcast? <laughs> no, <laughs> you today, you must have just realized because you confident talking like, shit. She's listening, bro. She's <laughs> listening to past shit I did too, man. Because I, because I, I, I'm a hundred percent sure I. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I was telling her about the whole barstool thing with Call Her Daddy last night. Yeah, and uh, and I was bringing, it, I was, and I said something. And I was like, "Yeah, there's this weird connection, actually. Like, I don't know. Like, apparently, I was supposed to go on this date. Blah blah blah." Oh, you fucked up. And then, <laughs> then she goes, she goes, she goes like this. She goes, uh, she goes, she goes. Uh, uh, oh, I know. You said you're actually dating some Brazilian girl. I listened to some sports podcast you were on a long time ago. I was like, "Yo, this chick has done some inspecting." You have really gotten into the thick of it. That's a problem, bro. Oh, they be getting into the thick, yo. She getting into the thick of it. Oh, bro. All Should right. we call her ass? <laughs> Should we call her ass? Bro? Oh. Yo, it was like, yesterday she hit me with a fucking. He got. She hit me with. You know how I do ba ba ba? 
Yeah. She motherfucking bop, bop, bop me in a different way. I'm telling you, she turned into you, yo. Yeah. Son. But it was different the way she said it. Yeah. She was like, she was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, all right. That works. <laughs> That's a different way of doing it. All right. All right. Back to what we were saying. In- intellectual property. IP. I feel like past episodes uh, and the name of the show are unimportant for character-driven shows. Right. In other words, uh, if, say, someone else owned Flagrant 2. Yeah. If we left that show called Flagrant 2 yeah. and started another podcast called The New Flagrant 2, yeah. my suspicion is that 99.9% of the people listening listen to the podcast do not listen for the title they listen for Akash saying yeah. Andrew Schultz. 100%. Right? Alex Media, Mark Gagnon. Yeah. Right? So if we left, you could keep that intellectual property. You don't have the value of the of the show with a podcast, with a uh, a show like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. You can remove the host and put a new host in that can still be successful. Right. With a show like The Morning Show, et cetera. But, but podcasts specifically... Right. This type of podcast where we're sharing our lives and it's basically we're all kicking it, hanging out, having some coffee or drinking some beers. You're with your homies when you listen to this podcast. You can hang out with your homies wherever they go. Now, one of those podcasts where it's like this is how people get murdered. You could slide whatever, you know, NPR chick out and put a new one in and they'll be fine. Those you need to retain IP. Yeah. Something like us. I dare you to try to negotiate over IP with us. Well, so what I, I got a contract, I sold like a web series something a long time ago. And then the contract that I didn't have anybody look over was like, you can't even make some shit like this. So that if we don't like if it's not us. But that one's really interesting because even though you're the star of that show, yeah. they could on Viv you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And they yeah. could throw, what if they got an even more famous Indian at the moment and put yeah. them in that position, like an right. Aziz or whatever, like right. that? You need to secure yourself as part of it. Yeah. But with this, we are the show, not the name. But they were saying if I did a different, like if I did a web series with the same cast and just called it something different, they'd be like, that's too similar. Yes. So that's why uh, I yes, wonder yes, 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 if yes, yes, the yes. Call Her Daddy girls do their own podcast, same girls, same topics, that yes. could be too that's, similar. So that's a different. If it's that kind of contract. That's a different thing than intellectual property. That's likeness rights. Okay. I believe. Okay. That makes sense. And that is another thing that's really important because it's like, yo, we want to do a podcast with you. Yeah. And how can we secure? And we're going to pay you all this money. We're going to guarantee you all this money for a podcast. If you just go do another podcast that's exactly the same, why would people pay money? Yeah. To do ours. Our whole thing with paying you money is we're going to leverage all that audience you have into selling ads. Yeah. If you have another podcast they can listen to, then we can't leverage it as well. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So if they're like, yo, you can't do another sucking dick, a finger in a turkey. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Which might be the case. Those girls are fucked. I mean, what are they else? What are they going to talk about? Getting canceled on a date? <laughs> that'd be a great episode that might be a good episode <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but no for real if that's what they did and i imagine that's what they did i think it's a wrap i think it's a wrap and i can see how upset they are i can't believe hbo ain't fucking with you man this guy owes you hbo exec you owe andrew schultz man what's that his name found you your fucking peter wifey nelson, I think. yo peter nelson you about to be fired bro <laughs> You know what's so weird? What? No, that's, but, that's the name of my lawyer in Sweden. 
Peter Nelson? Peter you Nelson, go, yeah. hey, bro. Not all, I be helping Peter Nelson's, bro. Yeah, you be helping I Peter help. Nelson. That's his name, sir. Peter Nelson. Really? Yeah. Holy That's shit. That's wild. That's small world shit, too. Yeah. It's a small world after all, my guys. Because I've been looking for him to try to get that video. But why is it that Peter Nelson's can't do it without me? <laughs> why is it do you think why is it do you think a Peter Nelson can't do it without so the kid you're so much funnier with this Kramer hair you got right now ain't he so much funnier with uh, Kramer hair way funny <laughs> Kramer be taking credit for all kinds of shit too boy boy I'm, I'm telling you I'm on fire right now dog keep the hair up keep the hair yo Bro, you're exactly like Kramer dude <laughs> yeah postman what is his name? You can't even Kramer What's well. What's his name? <laughs> Newman. You can't. Yeah. You, you can't. can't. We gotta teach well. you how to Kramer, yo. You can't Kramer well, son. Postman. Do the bit that he did at the Laugh Factory. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite Come ones. on, Mark. The shower's not running, bro. <laughs> 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 you mean Mark's favorite bit? <laughs> <laughs> Mark be recited that shit, bro. This shit is so funny. <laughs> Yo, remember when you like, used to say that bit all the time? Wait, which one? Remember when you said your neighbors were so loud and you started doing your favorite Kramer bit? I didn't say neighbors. There's <laughs> 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 another word that, that started with the N and ended with RS. Come on, bro. Love your N words, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh guys guys oh my god okay <laughs> now seriously peter nelson yo andrew also if you're looking to hire it's a bunch of comedy central motherfuckers looking for work right now <laughs> ain't got shit to do real talk now nah, we shouldn't um so there's just, one thing we learned from the jordan documentary right. it's we shouldn't uh what is it called you know celebrate what is it called? Other people's failures? So you're just like now coming to that realization? Well, I was going to... The past 20 minutes you know, I was going to undercut it. God damn, man. What you I've been feeling so bad. Like, there's such bad karma, <laughs> son. I don't feel bad, son. What the fuck that up, is bad man? karma, son. <laughs> 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 hey, hey. Come on, come on, come on. Salsa on that shit, yo. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, we got it. I'm not playing around. Bro. I named salsa because it's a food, and y'all probably about to go hungry, you broke motherfuckers <laughs> or unemployed ass bitches. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Andrew is dancing with his YouTube plaques. Oh my God. Just See, having a, a life raft. You should get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh boy. Anyway, <sighs> we don't want no smoke, bro. Because we just love that Jordan documentary. It's exactly what Jordan would have done. Okay, <laughs> just keep it a buck. Um. But you didn't wrap up what happened in terms of the HBO situation. So can they bring that show to HBO? Like I think what? it's at a stalemate. Mark, do we know anything? Yeah, I'm not sure what the particulars are. I think they're like renegotiation, trying to bring the blonde girl back. But I think the brown hair girl is like done. She's out. I think. Oh, she got her right. meal ticket. She don't need to work. But Ooh. Could be renegotiated, though. I don't know. 
Mm. If there's money to be made, people will find a way to make money. Um, I think what Portnoy probably should have done is just taken a piece moving forward. If he knows they're not coming back to Barstool and he's willing to sever that relationship, then you go, look, we built you guys up. I want a piece of this show moving forward. Give me 15%. You can do whatever the fuck you want in perpetuity. I want 15%. I think it's on some principle shit. Like, look, I offered to let you out of the deal early. I yeah. will give you back your IP. You guys signed this deal and it wasn't a shitty deal. The IP thing was stupid. They, they signed off on. Yeah. But 500000 a year... That's not nothing, yo. It's a lot of people that starting off would love 500,000 a year. They weren't number one when they signed, were they? No, 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 not at all. That's I mean, a lucrative contract. I just don't understand. I, fun, I do not understand why people want to listen to girls talk about sucking dick on the internet when they can watch, watch girls, girls sucking suck dick, dick on, on the, the internet. internet. That's a valid ass point. Why do we care about whore podcasts? And this is not a knock a wheezy in that because. Hmm. I, honestly, I, I do think horror podcasts are stupid, but I think hers is aimed more at like exposing these like weird kinks and like sexual and they're funny people. fetishes people. And I'm not defending it because it's my uh, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as these other girls go, it's just like, how do you suck dick? How do you finger a turkey? Like I, I, I nah, try to listen to some if of it's shit. the number one podcast. They definitely talk about more than just they are. That. They are stunning. Ugh. They're really hot girls. The hotter the girls talking about the sluttier shit. Is gonna win. Hot girl sluts always wins. Okay. I, I'm, never loses. Go on Instagram I've right never now. Heard an episode, see but. who has the most followers. I guarantee you, yeah. hot girl slut. Of course, guarantee. I give guys. I give guys. We fuck credit. They were the first ones, and I think they did it like interestingly. I give Wheezy credit because I think she's funny. Mandy's funny, but like the idea mm-hmm. of just now the twelfth horror podcast is like. All right, man. I guess maybe they're really funny, but I don't know. I, I If they're really hot, I just assume they're not funny. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right, but that's the assumption we all make when we see a hot girl. We're not like, oh, or she's guy. hilarious. You see a super or hot guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo's hilarious by yeah. any means. I don't think Fucking he has any personality. Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the most followers on Instagram, bro. Say what? He's got the most followers on Instagram. And he'd be showing them fucking abs and them thighs <laughs> and them quads. It ain't for a sense of humor. <laughs> it ain't for a sense of humor. Yeah. Do you know a single joke that he's told? Not a one. Shit. This was one joke. I'll be there when my twins are born. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his great jokes. Motherfucker got goals to score. Anyway, sluts, there's an opening for you uh, talking about fucking on the internet. I guess people need their, their horror podcast. You know? How do you really feel about that? What? The slutty podcast. Again, I, that's how I feel. Like the, the first couple, I get it. That's great, whatever. But at a certain point, it's like, there's a lot of these, right? At a certain point, one of y'all need to get married, yo, and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, because like, it's a lot of single ladies upset well, they ain't in relationships giving girls advice about how to be like them. That's why they listen, though. I understand, but like at a certain point in time, it's like, oh my God, are we perpetuating the same thing that's making us miserable? Yeah. But you don't know that in the moment. Well, come on now. Yeah. I need one of like the slept podcasts to like be, you know what? Wheezy and them would take over the game if they just got into relationships and were happy, mm. have families and kids, and they just kept their like sex positive pocket, all that kind of shit, because it would be aspirational. You'd be like, yo, you could Best be of a both whore worlds. and have a family. Say again. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. And you could actually lead me to something promising. Now, not everybody wants to have kids. That's fair. The majority of people do. This idea, like assuming somebody wants to have kids, is crazy. It's like get the fuck out of here. It's like yeah. you're fucking. Yeah, you're gonna want to have some kids. 
Yeah, I don't. And even if you don't think you want to have kids, when you're older, you're gonna be like, damn, I wish I had some fucking kids. I ha I get it. There's a weird disconnect, and maybe I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like everybody who believes in evolution to say those people who though, that subset is like, oh, I don't ever want to have kids. Well, that the whole purpose of evolution <laughs> is because we want to have kids. You're saying like, uh, it's a super liberal belief to uh, completely uh, and unapologetically accept evolution. Yeah, and anybody who doesn't is an idiot. Anybody who doesn't is an idiot and is also a completely liberal belief to go, I don't want children. I never want kids. Like, and that is an antithetical to, to evolution. evolution. The entire point of evolution is we all want to procreate and that's how evolution happens. That's like the basic number one thing. Everybody's goal is to procreate and pass your genes on, on every species on the entire planet. That's, that's it. what it is. That's how species work, right? Yeah. It's like adapt or die. <laughs> Comedy Central. Yo, you know who's not going to be creating anything is you fucking network execs who can't make any shows right now, you contentless fucks. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break for a second because I got to tell you guys something. One of the most painful things to, to fucking purchase is um, the essentials, men's essentials, you know, socks, underwear, tees, you know, hoodie, these types of things, right? They're like the basic things that we're going to wear that we wear more than anything else. And the reason why it's such a pain to purchase is because... One, you don't know if the quality is going to be good. God forbid the brand that you've been using since you're a teenager starts switching up the quality because they want to save a fucking fraction of a penny on shipping these uh, fabrics over to the factory. And then you get some bullshit thing that starts to waffle around your thighs. It sucks. It doesn't cradle your your package. Uh, it just blows. And this company, Mack Weldon, sponsors our podcast, came through into the market. They recognize the problem with it. They recognize that we just want to trust the fucking quality of the essentials that we wear. Okay? We just want to know that the socks feel good. We want to know the underwear feels good. Cradles that package well. Stays tight. Stays snug. Is breathable. Same thing with the, with the tees that they wear. Everything, all the essentials should be the best quality. And we can get them in one place. So we know what our fucking size is. We know what fits. Sent right to our door. We don't want to be meandering around different uh, clothing stores. Especially now during Corona. Uh, we want to just be able to get them We're sent right to our, right to our house, right to our door, right to our apartment, whatever it is. So Mack Weldon, better than whatever you're wearing right now, guaranteed. Okay. Premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics. Okay. It does indeed offer industry leading underwear. Think about that. Industry leading underwear. They have it. They're basics, socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear. They have this uh, new adjustable storm chaser rain jacket. Really the longest lasting, highest quality items on the market. That's just what's going on. I'm going to tell you the key points you need to know, but I think you understand what I'm trying to tell you. If you want to get all your essentials in one place, men, we like to be efficient here. Ladies, if you're shopping for your man, don't go to 15 different stores to get all their shit. You just go to one place, MacWeldon.com. Get everything he needs right there. Okay. He's got shit stains all over his underwear. You see him every single time that you do the laundry. Please. Just buy him some fucking Mack Weldons and get the color brown so you can't see it. Be smart about this. MacWeldon.com, okay? They have 
silver. They have the line of, uh, okay, Mack Weldon. It, it has smart design, you know, premium fabric, simple shopping, all these great things. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, sweatpants, more that you'll ever use. They maximize comfort. They maximize simplicity. They maximize efficiency, and they maximize the quality of fabric. You're not going to wear it two times and it's done. You got to tear it out or you got to throw it out, okay? Mack Weldon values its loyal customers. So here's something that you got to understand right here. They've created the Weldon Blue Loyalty Program. Here's how it works. You create an account, totally free. Place an order for any amount. You never pay for shipping again. Level two, once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mack Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. That's amazing. Also, level two grants you access to new products before they are released, anyone else, uh, as well as free gifts added to future orders, okay? The simple as this, Mack Weldon. You want to get 20% off your first order? You visit MacWeldon.com and in, you enter our promo code FLAGRANT. MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and enter the promo code FLAGRANT uh, and make sure you put it up there. Everything will be perfect. You go do that. Do it right now. Simple as that. Get yourself some new underwear. You've been sitting in your underwear on your couch. You owe it to yourself to refresh. Let's get back to the show. Can we discuss very quickly? Um, 6 9 recent yeah. implosion on uh, Emotional 6 9 Emo 6 9 I do not like Emo 6 9 Have I you been following or no? I haven't been following Takashi okay. super closely. Uh, your, your I thing love is saying the, this yesterday. I, <laughs> I, I love 6 9 as a comedian actually in the same way that i, I love donald trump, trump as, as a comedian, comedian yeah. exactly like if i separate the politics from trump and i separate his position i just look at him as a content creator he's, he's funny dude it's like portnoy so funny yeah, it's hilarious and actually gets heightened by the importance of his job yeah so this guy who's the president of the free world the most powerful position in the world yeah. is posting memes like it's Posting hilarious. Memes, a picture. His fucking homepage is Joe Biden. Like I don't know what to do. Like oh, it's dude. just Amazing. all of it Troll. is so funny. Dude. So funny. So I love as a comedian. I love that. As a right? politician, we don't agree with him, but we can separate it. Yeah, and there might be things I agree with. There's, I'm not like a yeah. monolithic in my beliefs about anything. Yes. But 100, uh, there's things to critic. That was a great sentence. Did I kill that shit? That's a great sentence, yo. <laughs> a million subscribers. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, uh, six nine. Comes out of prison. He's got the whole snitch thing, which I don't fucking care about. I'm not from the streets. The code is an interesting thing to me. It's cool to watch in shows. But if anybody fucks my girl, tries to kill me, I don't have any loyalty what to you whatsoever. I'll snitch the second I'm threatened. There we go. Second you threaten. My girl's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody else in the apartment? She in the room right now, hiding under the bed. Son, do I look like I would last in prison? You expect me to respect a code? Fuck that. All oh, y'all going dude. down. You might last. They keep you around. Cute ass, <laughs> cute ass. They would try to keep me around. I still wouldn't last. <laughs> you kill yourself. I get worn out, yo. I get, <laughs> I get broken. You break me. <laughs> so, 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 six nine comes back, drops a song, Gooba. It goes fucking crazy. Hundreds yeah. of millions of views. All this kind of stuff. Um, he starts Instagram some things about uh, how Billboard might fuck him over and might hmm. steal the number one song from him number one song on the billboard charts or whatever it is the chart yeah. thing uh and then he goes on this fucking instagram tirade talking about oh my god ariana grande and justin bieber are buying uh songs or they're buying this and they're inflating the views and they're inflating the listens yeah. and they're inflating the streams and they're inflating the purchases and he just starts 
crying like a little bitch on Instagram yeah. and it's so unbecoming. It's yeah. like, we get it, you're heartbroken. The funny thing about you is you make fun of yourself, right? Yeah. And you clown other people. When you're taking shit seriously and like emotionally rattled and shaking over number one on Billboard, when you're supposed to be Mr. I don't give a fuck, yeah. I'll just tattoo Brooklyn on my forehead. I'll just tattoo a rose on my cheek. I'll just tattoo six nines. I don't care about anything. I don't care what nobody thinks about me. Yeah. Well, Billboard's going to give you number two. <laughs> but they bought it with the credit card. They used six credit cards to buy it. <laughs> right? Just crying like a little bitch. And it takes away all the cool. Yeah. He couldn't just thug it out or use his same humor that he did so effectively when anybody called him a snitch, he used the humor. Yep. When Snoop Dogg called him a snitch, yeah. He goes, he posts this thing that I thought was genius. I, I you know, the biggest thing I missed when I was in prison was Friday night movies and he's got like some popcorn or some shit. He's standing like 6 inches away from the TV, right? I don't know if they had that they maybe took it down, but he's standing 6 inches away from the TV and he's watching Suge Knight yeah. Talk about Snoop Dogg and saying Snoop Dogg was a snitch, basically. Oh, wow. It's like, why Snoop Dogg never go to jail? You know, he got a murder trial and then he got off. He got caught with all that weed. He got off. When people get off with a lot of shit, it's probably because they're an informant. Mm. But he never said shit. He let Suge say it. Right, right, right. And he's just sitting there in front of it like a king. He's going, popcorn, huh. which is funny. It's so funny. That's how you handle the billboard situation. You don't get in your feelings. We don't want to see 6ix9ine in your feelings. Takashi 6ix9ine shouldn't have a number one song. You're even better without the number <laughs> I mean, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? We don't care. We like you as a comedian. You're better as an underdog. Yes. Takashi 69 on top is not as fun. Exactly. It's not. It's not. We want you pissing off the people on top. Yeah. We want you nipping at their heels. Great. Yeah. We want you being an underdog. And I guess, you know, he wanted something really badly, didn't get it, and he got sensitive. But man, is he unlikable as sensitive. Yeah. Like really talking in the camera. It's like if you look at an apple, <laughs> and then it's a red <laughs> apple. And then all of a sudden, it's not an apple. Is that what he said? Yeah. Son, oh, it is so, so fucking pathetic, bro. It's like he jumped into a metaphor and didn't know the end of the metaphor. <laughs> hey, wh what do they say about apples and oranges? <laughs> what do they say? It's both fruit, but it's not. If you want a red apple. Bruh. Bruh, it was so bad. Yeah. And he looked like he was going to cry. And it's like, come on, man the fuck up, dude. Be what, Do what is successful for you. I can't call you a genius of social media, right? Mm -hmm. One week. And then you just have this ma like massive flop the next week. Yeah. Because I put him up there with Trump in terms of the way he navigates social media. Trump does get sensitive, though. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just, let me keep the eyes on me. However it's happening, I got to keep eyes on me. And maybe it's interesting and more dynamic if I'm not always, always, always a troll. Maybe seeing me go through emotional highs. and I'm not saying he's not feeling any this of it. This is good. Keep going. I'm, I'm listening. But maybe it's like, all right, well, let me lean into this sadness because it's like, I just need people to watch me. If I'm melting down, people are watching. If I'm explaining I'm a snitch, everybody's watching. But how do I keep people? Let me have a meltdown about the billboard numbers. Let me do some other shit next week. He's just going to find something to stay relevant. So you think he's calculating this? Like you said, the, the currency of him and... Trump is that people are watching you. It's attention. Grab attention. How can I grab attention? But That's Trump's, my Trump's value. sensitive, but he'll shoot back. He never just like cries. Like nah, it's like, oh, he'll, I'm not, he'll say stupid shit like, oh, this fake, that's bullshit. Just I have up. the biggest hands. Yeah, yeah, like he'll just make yeah. up some bullshit to fight back, but he doesn't just be like, oh, they're He being doesn't unfair. cry. Yeah. He goes, I, he actually goes on the offensive. Yeah. That's what 6ix9ine did. He went on the defensive. 
Mm. And that's what made him look like a bitch, yeah. right? Trump will go on the offensive, right? He'll go, if this was the billboard situation with Trump, he'd actually attack billboard, mm-hmm. right? Billboard is fake. The whole thing is fake. And then 6 9 tried to do that. But then all of a sudden he's copping, please. Oh, look, there's six different accounts, six credit cards, bought the thing and all the views and his screenshots and showing all this. Trump ain't going to show no screenshots. Yeah. He's just going, you're fake. <laughs> you're fake, fake news. news. Yeah. Just call you're fake. You're fake. We all know the truth. And then you post one picture of the amount of views that Ariana and Justin's video got and one picture of the amount of views your video got. Who's number one? Done. Yeah. Not crying and explaining. Let me show you this PowerPoint. He gave us a PowerPoint. You can't be a gangster with face tattoos. You giving PowerPoint? Yeah. Nah, but look at this. Is what a stream is. This is what a a, a buy is. This is maybe get the he was fuck tech out of support here, for his gang for his circle. Maybe that's what he did. <laughs> Real talk. Maybe how he rose to the top. He understood the internet the best. I'm just. I was so disappointed. Man. I think he's still so disappointed. I think he's still gonna win, but I could, but I do think maybe there is value in holding attention. This week we're talking about six nine complaining. Last week, obviously the snitching shit. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking about this, and then next week it'll be something else. But he's not going to go two weeks without giving you something to talk about. Because yeah. then the second you stop talking about him, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, 100%. Our piece this week was about the value of exactly. holding attention. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm speaking to. So oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. To that point, if I want to hold attention, here's the, here's the thing to do with this week. Yeah. I just think there's a better way to hold the attention. Like, sure. I, again, I haven't looked at the podcast that Portnoy dropped, but all the social media that he dropped around the Call Her Daddy Girls was not explanation. It was just comedy. Yeah. Like he posts this one video of like, uh, do you have the video? Yeah. The, can we play it? Yeah. I think we could. Ah, fuck. The audio yeah. might fuck up, but yeah. it's on his Twitter feed. But every image, it's like his face plastered on it. These like iconic movie images. Yeah. And he is lifting them up. In the other words, like he made them. <laughs> so it's like that ice skating movie uh, with Will Ferrell yeah. and uh, what's his Napoleon name? Dynamite. The John Heater or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's like picking them up. He's picking them up like weights. He did all the heavy lifting with Call Her Daddy, essentially, which is great. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Have some fun with Billboard. Right. He, you know what it was? Takashi really wanted that Billboard. The great thing about Takashi in the Breakfast Club or on Angie Martinez or any interview is he didn't give a fuck if he was there. Right. And we love watching people who don't give a fuck about things that we care about. It's the best. It's the best. And you know what? He thought he had it in a bag. He really wanted it. Yeah. And he was about to be like, yeah, I came right out of prison. I got a number one single. Da, da. And then it was taken away from him. And that shit fucking hurt. And I get it. But the way you handle it is with the same humor that got you here. Keep that shit in the tub. We were actually talking about this a couple of days ago. Like celebrities getting sensitive is always, especially if you're known to be funny, it's always a mad off-putting. Like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. Even if it's like for like positive shit, like, like when you're accepting an award and you like make it serious. <laughs> you're like yeah we gotta like stop milking cows or whatever that oh, fucking yeah, yeah, pussy yeah, yeah. said what's his <laughs> name the joker yeah joaquin phoenix yeah why are we milking cows it's like first of all nobody drinks regular milk anymore you idiot it's the easiest cause to like support everybody's drinking oat milk malcolm malcadamia what is it called <laughs> <laughs> malcolm gladwell malcolm gladwell milk you know what i mean that macadamia milk. nut macadamia Right? It's like the dairy industry is actually flopping right now because nobody's using it. It's like, yeah. stop acting like you're coming here to save the fucking day. You're like American World War II. Yeah. It's like, y'all done fighting yet? All I'll, right, I'll accept crazy shit from him because I think he's just crazy and that's the kind of actor he is. But yeah, the rest of these guys, come on, yo. I think that's his greatest asset is he convinced motherfuckers he's crazy when he's not. Like, if you can convince people you're a weirdo, they'll believe the weird shit you do. And Johnny be- Depp. Is supposedly this weird, crazy guy, and then his girlfriend tells him what to, what to do. He's like, "Okay, Amber Heard, 
He's just some cucked little bitch. I don't think he said okay. That's not her allegations, at least. Say again? Uh, she didn't accuse him ever just saying, okay, whatever you say. I think it was a lot of okays until he was finally like, bitch, stop it. <laughs> Slow down, bitch. It, was, it wasn't okay, baby. Okay, bitch. <laughs> There's a few okay babies until you get to okay, bitch. Right? How many okay babies you got before you're like, yo? Yo, I have a Be line. honest. How I many? I have a line that... My girl, I think, is starting to realize. I just go, if she's nagging a lot, I just look at her. And then she goes, what? And I just go, you're doing a lot right now. There we that's go. That's what And that's my like, hey, that's That's enough. the limit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everybody got a limit. What's he supposed to do? Hop into Jack Sparrow? <laughs> Yo, if, but if, here's what I'll say. If you have convinced me you're crazy and you maintain the character, he's been going on a decade now of just like, we think this guy's out of his fucking That's mind. That's the prestige. You, hey, you deserve it. I'll give you all the credit. That's artistic in and of itself. That's that's the fucking what magicians do. Like these, magi- David Blaine is probably not that weird. What's the other guy? Rock and roll, David Blaine. Chris Yo. Angel. Chris Angel is not that weird, <laughs> right? But they're not that weird. But they have to lean into the weird so they can do this magical thing, and we believe it more coming from a weird person. Yeah. Like if we look at David Blaine, we're like, "Yo, this guy don't talk, and he's just odd, and he like kind of stares into space." Like it's like uh, one of those uh, comics that pretends to be autistic. The weirder they are on stage, the more they get out of their one-liner jokes. Yeah. Because we start to go, wait a minute, is that who that guy is? But I can respect the commitment. Oh, one hundred percent. So I'll give you credit as if you are that because you are so fucking good at pretending. Yep. Hey. More Son, credit, more real talk is wrestling. It's a character like wrestling. Yo, Nate McIntosh, funny comic, always says, he's been saying this for like, even before Trump, everything is wrestling. And then the more you think, you're like, yo, everything is just wrestling. Yeah. Politics is wrestling. Comedy is wrestling. 6 yeah. 9 is wrestling. Like all of it is wrestling. Yeah. We all just want to be entertained and wrestling is... Character building, narrative, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, all right. What, Mark? Oh, um, okay. Let's move on to something. We got some topics that we have to talk about today uh akash what you want to start with there was some fun sports hypotheticals i thought um there's one that i think is interesting that uh kendrick what's his name kendrick perkins tweeted Mm -hmm. he said who basically who would you rather have on your squad or who would you have reggie miller or clay thompson i want to get to that one but can we just talk about what lebron said about mj this is so during this entire last dance you haven't heard a peep out of lebron james about michael jordan yeah okay yeah all of a sudden lebron comes out and says I would have been a great teammate to Michael Jordan. To Michael Jordan. Yeah. If that isn't the admission. Yeah. That Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Yeah. Then I don't know what is. He's basically saying I could be Scotty. He didn't go, Mike would be a great teammate of mine, or we would play great together. Yeah. I would be a great teammate to him. Yeah. He essentially said, I would compliment his skills with what I do. I'm basically better Scotty. You are better Scotty. what he is. 100%. But you don't have that dagger yeah. that Jordan has. And you need a guy with that dagger. And all due respect to Kyrie, he's a bum when he has to lead the team. He got the dagger. But he has a dagger. He, the, he doesn't have the physicality to be Kobe or Jordan. Nope. But he's got the mentality. He does have that. the mentality. Yes, he has that brain. And it's just interesting to see him admit it. Maybe he was manipulated by the documentary. Maybe he came to like this truth this 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 actual feeling of oh man i know how great i am but that is true raw greatness a level that i don't have a gear that i don't have can you click the link al because i think he even specifically says something about jordan being a killer and if you're saying he's a killer you're not saying yo i'm i'm the killer like you are saying he's the killer careful if it's uh youtube though no no it's just there's an article oh okay 
what does he say? Me personally here, just uh, me personally, the way I play uh, the game, team first, I feel like my best assets work perfectly with Mike. Mike is an assassin. When it comes to playing a game of basketball, scoring the way he scored the ball, my ability to pass, my ability to read the game and plays, uh, game read the game plays and plays and plays in advance. I don't know what that exactly means, but yeah. In other words, um, Mike is an assassin. Mike is an assassin. Now maybe he just now that I'm rereading, maybe he just meant that in like he's a scorer, he'll just go out there and kill. But to me, I also read that as like that's the killer. Yeah. I'll pass. I'll make the right basketball play. Mike will go win. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that you would be a great asset to him, just like LeBron is a great asset to no matter what team he's on. Yeah. Uh, but you're not going to be the alpha of that team, and you're not going to be the best player on that team. Why do you think he said this? I think he realized it, yo. Yeah. And I think that like LeBron is actually really savvy with social and with all the interviews he does, and I think he's trying to be the bigger man. Like uh, I think it'd be really easy in this moment to like puff his chest and go, nah, I'm great. But if he actually comes out and goes – Man, Jordan is just so amazing. What an amazing player. Like, and doesn't say that he's better than Jordan. It actually looks better on LeBron. And then yeah. LeBron fans, I think, start coming to LeBron's aid and going, listen, you have to understand, LeBron is a better team player and it's a team sport, so therefore he's better. Let the, your fans do all the talking for you yeah. in this situation because what is it called? Recency bias is kicking in? Yeah. Yeah. When it comes from the last dance, like nobody's going to say that anybody's close to Michael Jordan for the next six months. At least. Nobody's going to say. And then after a while, we're going to see LeBron do some crazy shit and go, man, he might be. See, but that's why I'm surprised he, for him to put this out. Because now everybody can always go back to this quote and be like, look, he admitted well, it right here. That I, is the problem. That we, is the problem. We, with we tend I feel to forget, he should have just left, left well, it out What there. I've realized is I've gotten older, maybe it's just because we have so much more shit now. Everybody forgets everything. Like, people unless are going to forget this. Unless it's brought back up. I think yeah. what Al's talking about, which is a really important point, which is, like, anything that you're quoted saying, you will be held accountable forever. Yep. And you have to be really careful in podcasts and especially written interviews because they will go to that quote. Yeah. Like, we just went to that quote. And they will hold you to that quote for the rest of your life. So you might think, if you're LeBron, when you retire at 40, maybe you win a couple more rings or whatever, you might think, you know what? Nah, I did enough. I'm better than MJ. But motherfuckers go up to you and be like, you said you'd be a great teammate to him. Yeah. They won't even tell you. They'll just write an article about it. Even LeBron admits it. That's what we're doing right now. We're yeah. like, LeBron admits he's not as great as Jordan. Yeah. I feel like you can always maneuver out of that somehow and be whatever. You, I think what happens is like you exist within your vacuum. So to your fans, you can explain whatever you want. How do you explain things to your uh, detractors yeah. is difficult because your detractors will use mm. everything you say that fits their narrative Fair against enough. you, and you don't have access to your detractors. Yeah. The interesting thing about like 6 9 and Trump is they actually have access to their detractors. It's similar to Floyd Mayweather, where it was like the haters and the lovers listen and watch at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Mm. Tommy Lahren. Yep. To a certain extent, yep. I, to this I, I, would, day, I, I wouldn't like, say as much. I don't think she's brilliant, but to this day, I feel like if Tommy Lahren, if we don't hate retweet Tommy Lahren and insult her, yeah. she doesn't reach that many people. Oh, 100%. Mm. She used black. Uh, I said it on, on Brilliant Idiots. So I was like, uh, she uses black Twitter. Like yeah. black Twitter is her biggest PR. Yeah. She says something purposely to enrage them. They retweet everything. And now she's big. That's famous. how I'm tying them to Takashi and Trump. I think same kind of thing. Yeah. If we didn't constantly hate Trump at the beginning and talk about how we hated Trump and the things he was saying. I don't think he had a one on election. Here's the thing about Tommy. There's nothing redeeming about her. Um, for the detractors where the people who hate Trump undeniably find him funny. Mm. I'm talking about friends of mine who are audible 
about their hate. Yeah. Posting things all the time about how much they hate him. Private text messages. Yo, the guy's hilarious. Yeah. Yo, he's the goat. Always, goat. It's always going to be a private text message, though. 100% private text yeah, yeah. but like there's never a private text message about Tommy going nah she has some bars she's funny yeah. she's hilarious fair. there's That's nothing fair. redeeming like she's not charismatic she's not charming she yeah. just regurgitates yeah. conservative talking points in a space that doesn't allow those talking points to be out there and looks like the most hateable version of the person saying it. She Blonde, won't win like them. white girl. Say again? She won't win like Takashi, like Trump on the same level, but that's right. how she won is hate and right. using detractors. And I would say she's not wrestling enough. Yeah. yeah. She's old, She's like too much politics. Yeah, yeah. She needs more character. I think she was thinking Fox News the whole time and that's it. Say again? I, I think her, her goal this whole time is let me get off the blaze or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Fox News and then I'm good. 100%. That's my goal. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, like Candace Owens is a little bit more uh wrestling yeah. than yeah. Tommy is. Like Candace will that. say the wild shit on purpose to troll and lean into like the second Corona came out, she was like, open a country. And we're like, this bitch is not closed yet. <laughs> right? Like, she's like, well it's gonna close. Just keep it open, right? It's like she is she's on it with yeah. the wrestling. She understands yeah. the value of the wrestling. There. But yeah, I, I think this is uh it's telling for LeBron. I think it's yeah. this is what it is, man. I think we all forgot what Jordan was and then I think in thirty years even if there wasn't a documentary to look back at everything they did, yeah. you'd have been like, oh, Jordan's better. 100%. But this just brought it into the current conversation. Because LeBron knows that he can't decide if a team wins or loses. And Jordan could. Yeah. LeBron knows he can't just make a decision. Boom. Yeah. Right? Jordan could do that. Or at least that's what the documentary showed. Yeah. And I don't think people fear LeBron in the way they feared Jordan. I think that you could... Dude, didn't Draymond like... What did Draymond do to LeBron? What do you mean? Why? They get physical? Remember they had some oh, shit? Oh, um, he punched LeBron in the nuts. And this is brilliant on LeBron. Savvy. He stepped over Draymond, which is, you know, yeah, never yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. Draymond punches him in the nuts. I think LeBron like kind of overacted about it and then brought it up in the post game. Like, yeah, you know, this I hate. This is such a like a passive aggressive thing. But he's yeah. like, you know, I'm going to do what I've always done and be the bigger person and not talk about it. But you're yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that shit worked, man. Yeah. That shit got Draymond thrown out and that's how he won. But like we talk but about again, the- they won not because it got LeBron so angry that he was going to come and shut Draymond up yeah. the next day. Yeah. Jordan would have just been like, nah, we'll deal with it. Yeah. Jordan would have been in the fucking locker room with his bat and a cigar like, oh, remember that motherfucker hit me in the nuts? Yeah. Remember, yeah, we, LeBron is like snitching to the media about it. Let's put it this way. LeBron, we talk about the block, right? Jordan's last championship against the Jazz. We don't even mention the steal. He go for, first the layup, uh-huh. then the next time down, the steal, then no timeout, dribbles it down court, hits the jumper. He is, he is the last 45 seconds of the game. And that's so we only talk about the block to give LeBron a little credit. Like, yeah, it was cool that you closed the distance and blocked it. It's not that important in the grand scheme of things. Like, Kyrie hit a fadeaway three-pointer on a kind of step to the side in Steph's face. Kyrie's shot was super impressive. The block, if you rewatch it, you're like, it's a, I rewatched the game one time, like, randomly, and it was just fucking impressive. Yeah, the block is. And it's a tie game, and they got an easy layup, and at that point, you're down two, which Kyrie still could have won the game on a three. But it's a very different game. If you are, let's say they hit that two, Kyrie hits a three. If you're Golden State down one, that's a different thing than down three. Down three, the only option is Steph or Clay take the three. That's it. Yeah, something uh, LeBron said on Uninterrupted as well. He was like... Um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Oh. The, uh, they were down one. It's a tie game, I believe. And then Iguodala gets blocked. So if he makes that easy layup, then 
The Cavs are down two. Let's say Kyrie hits a three. You sure it's a tie game? I'm pretty sure it's a tie game. Can we look at that? It was that? a tie game for a long time, I remember. I want to look at that because... Before Kyrie's three, I remember it was a tie game for a long time. Just look final score. Oh, they went by three. Steph had a three at the end. Kevin Love played the best defense of his life, and Steph didn't hit the three. That's right. Kevin Love played it. Kevin Love oh, yeah, the, the stop. Up, yo. Yeah, the stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. He got the ISO, and Kev Love played great fucking D on it. Yeah. And the block, like rewatching it, he comes out of fucking nowhere. So it was a tie game because of the block. It was a tie game because of the block. So, in other words, they would have won no matter what. But on, uh, being down one at the end of a game. Of course things change. Yeah. Of course things change. What I'm trying to say is we inflate the value of the block because it's LeBron. Right, if it was James Jones that blocked that yeah, shot, it's not part of history. Just like Kevin Love's lockdown D of Steph Curry has slowly been forgotten. Yeah, right? we inflate stars. If Steve Kerr hits the last shot of Jordan's career, we kind of, it's like, hey, that's crazy. Steve Kerr hit that. Whatever. So, so we inflate the stars and we inflate the value of that block because the reality of the matter is, if the, if he hits that layup or gets fouled, and hits the free throws, and then Kyrie still hits a shot, they still win. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And it was tied. And it was tied. Yeah. So it's not like. Great block, but it's, yeah. Yeah. And also now I realize, God, I thought that they were up. It's so funny. Now I realize why it's not that crazy that he took that, like, step to the side three. It's, you didn't have that much to lose. Yeah. yeah. It was a tie game. It's not like, I thought it was like, yo, I thought they were down one. And that, see, that's um, also a different thing. If they're down two, maybe Ky- Kyrie still probably shoots a three, to be honest. But it's a, it's a much different Kyrie shot. Knowing Kyrie might take yeah, that Yeah, shot. yeah. But it's a different. It. And to be honest, Kyrie's mentality, maybe he hits that three. Because he's got that mentality. Yeah. But as much as I hate on him, that's a fact. But... It's a different thing down two than tie game taking a three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it all changes. But Jordan layup, yeah. easy two, steal, yeah. off, not his defender, yeah. come help, bang, yeah. and then hit the jumper. Like He is the entire last 45 seconds. Al, you were about to say something? Oh, um, just something else that LeBron said during that uninterrupted interview where he was like, during the 2011 lockout, he was going to play football for the Cowboys. I had it in the topics list for the Cowboys. He contemplated. He has a con. He's a contract still that Jerry Jones sent him. Uh-huh. That was so. There were you know the NBA lockout happened in 2011. Yeah. And LeBron was contemplating playing football. His trainer or somebody was in his ear like, "Yo, you could be a fucking tight end. You should go do this." I mean, I could not think of anything more idiotic than LeBron James risking hundreds of millions of dollars to play a season of football. I mean, all it would take is one injury. That could affect your legacy as an NBA player. Stop acting like you were going to fucking play LeBron. There's no way in fucking hell you were going to play football. You're right, but as a Cowboy fan, I'm like, yeah, but come on. <laughs> Sometimes. Come on, yeah, come on. If, <laughs> if they said that they were going to do it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 100%, I get where you're coming <laughs> yeah, from. You're yeah. like, man, what could have been, oh, right? could have been. You know, every time I see Steph hit a three, I'm like, why didn't we draft him? Yeah, right? 100%. That being said, I cannot fathom that LeBron, who is set out this legacy of being the greatest player ever and wanting to win all these championships and wanting to change his family's lives and change communities with the money that he could make from the NBA. I cannot fathom he would risk all of that to play a single season of football. Yeah, he would. I mean, it's just, yeah, there's no fucking way. You never even considered it. When he retired, though, he should should go to a training camp just because. He's not going to be good, but just go to a training camp, just suit up. It'll just be fun. You have nothing to lose at this point. I could just imagine him flopping in football and realize, <laughs> <laughs> realize oh shit, where I Looking can get at the, the call. Ref, yeah. <laughs> Throw the flag. You think baseball is the safest crossover sport for an athlete? Uh-huh. Gotta be. That or golf. Oh, golf. I uh-huh. think if Jordan 
was I good think golf is all year. I don't know if golf has like a like an off like a long off season. So I think it's hard to play. Oh, yeah, because there's all these different tournaments. But I mean, right. you could decide when you want to play or not. Ah, uh, yeah, 100%. you're saying like just do like one yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Tony Romo tried to. I said twice to again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck, yeah, I said twice to. Yeah, Tony yeah, Romo yeah. tried to qualify yeah. for events while he was playing with the Cowboys. And what happened? Did he, he see would, a putty cat? And then he could. <laughs> 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 he didn't see one. He did. He did Tony Tall. <laughs> he Tony Tall. Did he Tony Tall? Tony Tall. I thought he saw a putty cat. I did. <laughs> Yo, we gonna take a break for a second, man. Everybody needs to relax. Everybody needs to chill. Everybody needs to keep it calm. Y'all know what? How uh, you know how we do that over here? That CBD, you get that CBD diesel from Radix Remedies, the official CBD sponsor of the Asshole Army and the Flagrant Sue Podcast is Radix Remedies. That's R A D I X Remedies dot com. Okay, simple as that. The hands down best CBD on the planet all right not only do they have the pre-rolls is what we smoking on the pot whenever we smoking on the pot but they are look like joints they pull like joints they taste like joints this is joints they get you high like joints now they're not supposed to but you know if they end up doing that they end up doing that i mean i got no tolerance but i got high i kind of got high i might have gotten a little bit high Maybe it's a strong grade of CBD. Maybe they got some weed in there. We don't know what the fuck it is. Point is, might as well get delivered to your crib if you're already smoking CBD, if it helps you sleep, if you need help sleeping. Not only do they have the CBD joints that you could smoke, they have the flour that you could roll your own stuff, or you could get them nighttime gummies. They got the gummies with the melatonin, make you go night-night, knock you out. So, number one CBD brand on the planet Radix Remedies. I just made that up, but they should be the number one CBD brand mm. on the planet. Radix Remedies. You're going to use our promo code FLAGRANT. You're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. They got monthly subscription packs if you want to get. They got cool products like NeuroRoot that use CBD um, to increase performance. You know, it's very similar to, uh, uh, you know, Joe Rogan's on it, um, Alpha Brain. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. Medicine? What do you even call that? Like a vitamin or something i don't know but same exact idea only they're using cbd to get that extra brain function that extra concentration that you need to get you through the day uh you you just use it radixremedies.com best cbd that's the cbd of the asshole army if you support us you will support radix in your cbd endeavors give them a try let us know if you love it also they're putting out um this um God, I'm, I'm I'm missing words. What is the thing that takes away all the germs on your hands? Oh, uh, hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. So hand sanitizer is, uh, they have a version of hand sanitizer, and they are giving back to people in need. So for every one of the bottles of hand sanitizer you purchase, they will donate a bottle um, to the people who need it the most right now, those essential workers and other people in positions that need that hand sanitizer. So not only can you get some hand sanitizer, you can help keep other people clean and hygienic. See what Radix is doing? All the good things. Support RadixRemedies.com. Use the promo code FLAGRANT for your 10% discount. Now let's get back to the show. Hey. All right. Um, combo that we initially started with, and then we got a little uh, derailed with the uh, MJ LeBron comparison, was who would you rather have on your team, Reggie Miller or Clay Thompson? Yeah. That was a discussion that was happening. It was on Twitter. Yeah. And it's a really interesting discussion because there are these two knockdown shooters. Knockdown. Um. I think it depends what role I want them for. Let's say you're starting a team. 
starting a team, who do I build a team around? Yeah, who do you Reggie. build a team around? Reggie, I agree with that. Reggie's the number one that you can build around. I don't think Clay can be your number one and you win. Yeah. Not saying that he's not a killer, not saying that he's not uh, an amazing player. I just think he is a more amazing role player. He's a 10 out of 10 role player. Yeah. He's like an 8 out of 10 number one. Yeah. Or 8.5 out of 10 number one guy. Yeah. He, he might be an 11 out of 10 role player. One of the best number twos of all time. He is the idea. Lockdown defender. Lockdown defender. We'll see how the knee holds up. Yeah. And knockdown three-point shooter. He is the ideal role player. Yeah. You want to talk about who would play well with Jordan. God. You want to talk about Damn. who would play well with Jordan. Every time Jordan goes to the basket, dishes, knocked down. Who would be a better number two? I think Pippen would still be a better number two. Pippen maybe for the passing. The facilitating. For facilitating, especially in a triangle, right? Because I think the the taller players played much more of a, oh, a role okay. in like distributing even, the ball. Didn't even know that. But Jordan isn't necessarily the best facilitator. You need a facilitator, yeah. Jordan, and Clay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. So I think Pippen's a better number two for him. But you said this before, and I cannot think of a better person for LeBron. His ideal number two is Clay. He doesn't have to mark up the other team's best player. Yep. And then he's got a guy. He can dribble, penetrate, and then a fucking assassin is just waiting. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm starting a team, I think I go with Reggie Miller. This is real, true, alpha male yeah. killer. I mean, he doesn't have maybe all the Jordan mentality in him, but he's got like... 90% maybe. I, I think mean, he's impressive. real fucking close mentally. He's just physically not the same. Yeah. I mean, he's built like a fucking lima bean. And then <laughs> yeah. Jordan is built like a fucking, like a basketball god. Yeah. And Reggie Miller is just, he's, whatever talent he had, in this, Jordan maximized it too, but so did Reggie. Yeah, Reggie did. I don't think he had the same talent. The guy couldn't really leap crazy. No, he didn't have any, he didn't have any jumping ability. I mean, he was long. He so had a he couple could, nice dunks. But he could dunk but, off of the length. It wasn't off of sheer athleticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Jordan could dunk off of both. I mean, he's just the perfect basketball yeah. specimen. Um, well, he was the perfect one until we saw LeBron James. You know, even then, LeBron is like a football player playing basketball. Like yeah, if but you had to design a basketball player, he would look like Jordan. I think they like Jordan. I quick think, like Jordan. I think we will. I think we would probably do that because we're kind of grandfathered into our views of what a basketball player is. But as the game has evolved, seeing these fours that can shoot threes mm. and seeing them playing, you know, all five positions right. and how important that is on all these defensive switches, like, okay. and we have to understand, like, LeBron is what thirty-four years old. Yeah. Do you remember like 28-year-old LeBron, 26-year-old LeBron? That was crazy. Just bouncing around like he's a point guard, yeah. but he's 6'8", 200-plus pounds. I remember crazy. him with the Heat. Maybe it was the second time they went to the finals, or maybe it was the year after that. It was just like, what is dude, going what on? The fuck? He was guarding all five positions. It, it what is going on? Yeah. So it's things have changed a little bit, but yeah, I would definitely go Reggie if he was the person I was building a team around just because he is that fucking leader. I yeah. don't see Clay as a leader. That's is that disrespectful to say I think if he was a leader he'd be leading yeah hmm. you know like I, I but I think one of Clay's most amazing assets is his ability to accept the role and excel within it he is egoless man and you know how that, that is more rare definitely uh, as rare I would say as that Jordan mentality not as Jordan yeah I would say being egoless is more rare than being uh the 
team leader. 100%. Wanting to be the team leader is everybody. 100%. There's very few people who are fucking skilled yes. and probably could be a team leader, yes. but say, let me swallow all my ego and just do this. That is Even Pippen tried, mm. but he couldn't. When he was the guy, he yep. fucking ate it up. Yep. That is that is the most amazing quality that that Clay has. And maybe it's easier when you're on a team with someone that has a very similar skill set as yours, but it's not as good. Like maybe he has to look at Steph every day and go, that guy's a better shooter than me. Maybe. I know I'm great at shooting. Mm-hmm. He's better. Okay, I can be his beta. I can accept that because the the specific thing we both do, he does better. You know we don't give Steve Kerr enough credit for it? when he got when he got hired to be the Warriors coach. They were ready to ship Clay Thompson for Kevin Love, and he kept and, him. And Kerr was like, "No, nah, I want Clay. Yeah. I, I want to do some things with Clay." And then Clay became one of the best defenders in the league and his knockdown shooter. If Steve Kerr doesn't coach that team, and maybe Mark Jackson lets that trade happen, maybe so, or whatever coach comes in, that's a big difference. That's a you're not winning a championship with Kevin Love. Yeah, I don't know if you're winning. Well, I mean, he got one. He got one, but yeah. you had LeBron and you had the squad around him, and like, and Kevin Love can shoot threes, bro. Like, it'd be a different type of thing. I agree with you. It's I wouldn't say it's so black and white as to say no championship. I'm just saying the fact that you have that perimeter defender and yep. Draymond is huge. Yeah. So you can whatever the the best guard is, Clay Clay can guard him and stepped in to worry about it. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. That is interesting. It's um, it's it's interesting to say that Clay's greatest quality is his lack of ego and how rare that is. Like, where do you find? I remember a buddy of mine who works in the league was telling me he liked this one player. Uh, it was this white guy who played for the Knicks. I forget his name. He had like the Justin Chris Bieber. Dudley. No, Justin Bieber hair. It was it was recently. Yeah. And uh, whatever, he, he got some kind of like pseudo celebrity because he's like the white Nick that has like the cool hair. But he went, played for West Virginia. I think he played the same team as uh, Van Fleet maybe or something like that okay. or some other player. Who cares? Point is, he never was the main guy mm-hmm. at West Virginia. Do you remember? Ron Baker? Ron Baker. Okay. He never was the main guy at West Virginia. So my guy was looking at him and was thinking about signing him and actually tried to sign him, but the Knicks gave him a deal. Um, and he said, the reason I like him is because I, I won't have to deal with his ego. Hmm. He will come here and accept the role because he's accepted roles his entire career on the, at the collegiate level, accepted a role in the NBA, obviously accepting a role and he'll come over here and he'll accept a role. When you get a guy who is the best player in his college team, you have to chip away at that ego. If the skill isn't good enough Hmm. and it's really fucking hard for people to reduce that ego. And one of the most amazing skills of a guy like Steph Curry is he was able to chip away at that ego and reduce it when Kevin Durant came out. Yeah. I think that might be the rarest quality in the NBA or in any field. Is it the most important thing for a dynasty? Honestly. Or A1, 1A is the great player and 1B is the egoless role player? It's 1B, dude. Or it's 1 and 1A, whatever yeah. people call that shit. It is that. Because you cannot be... You cannot be a dynasty without elite talent. Yes. And you cannot be a cohesive team without ego or with, or with ego. Right. Whoa. That's it. That's the rarest thing, reducing it. The great guys got to have an ego, and we get that. The number one, the killer, the alpha, all that, get it. But then the guy who's willing to swallow his ego and just be the number two and be as great as he can at being a number two. Like, Clay became a de- better defender I assume, like you said, I can't shoot like Steph. How can I help the team? Yeah. Let me just focus on defense. Yeah. And then he's a fucking lockdown defender and shooter. And now you got a dynasty. Yeah. How would you judge Kawhi? Because Kawhi's one of those assassins who's egoless. 
Kawhi is a fucking anomaly, dude. We're gonna look back on him. I think is no, there's no precedent for Kawhi, and I don't know if there'll be another Kawhi after. Kawhi. I I I would push back on him being egoless. Really, I think Kawhi's got a lot of ego. Really, he doesn't yeah. display. I think he doesn't display in a traditional way, but uh, in that, like, he's not in the media. He's not, you know, talking to reporters and that kind of shit. But the decisions that he chooses to make. I think have a lot of ego. I mean, he like went to Toronto for a year, wins a championship, and then just leaves to go to LA. Like that's a huge ego. Like going to Toronto and telling them when they first gets there, goes, I want to be traded, trade me to LA. I don't want to play for this team. Like that's what he said when he showed up. I don't want to play here. That's ego. You know what I mean? I guess, but he wanted to play in LA originally. But he also left the Spurs because he couldn't have enough ego. Like he says, oh, I left because I didn't trust the training staff. No, you didn't. You left because when you're part of the Spurs, they take away your fucking ego. I heard that was a lot of Uncle Dennis in his ear. Say again? What people say is that's Uncle Dennis in his ear being like, hey, Uncle Dennis has a lot of influence in you going to LA. If you're swayed Stephen by- Stephen A. Smith implied some shit about Uncle Dennis, didn't he? That he got some shit to go to LA or something like that. Stephen A. Smith implied something. I think we look at Kawhi like he's borderline retarded. So we're like, oh, it must be Uncle Dennis that's making all the decisions. But it's right. like, this is actually like a savvy and smart guy. And- I don't know if Uncle Dennis is that savvy or smart. Right. But he's just the liaison to the team, so Kawhi don't have to deal about that kind of shit. Mm. Like, I don't think Kawhi's trying to build his brand. I think the only thing he wants to do is win. Right. You know? I mean, basically, I think he told Toronto that he's like, yeah, I'll come back, but you, everybody can be traded except Pascal Siakam or some shit like that. Mm. That's mm. ego. When you tell the guys you just won a championship, you yeah. tell all-star Kyle Lowry can be fucking shipped. Yeah. They're all useless. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I think we think, I, I know I do, Al, maybe you agree. Ego is kind of driven by emotion, and he seems emotionless. Yeah. Maybe not, because Jordan is, well, you know. That's no, what I'm saying. Jordan is emotional. He has no remorse, but he's emotional. Don't get confused by seams. Yeah. Right? I think we're taking our expectation, our perception of Kawhi, and then we're putting ego on top of that, and it doesn't fit. We're like trying to put the triangle into the square. Yeah. But if we accept that he does have ego and he is emotional, he's just not showing us, then I think it's easier to believe. Right. Like, he did go to L.A., and it's not because he wants to be closer to home. He was in San Antonio for years. He wants to be the fucking man. Mm. He wants to show up to practice when he wants. He wants to not play because his knees are sore. Like, he was doing load management, right? He was like, I'm not playing. Why? Because my legs are... Now, it's the right decision. You want to make sure your legs are good for the finals. That being said, you're getting paid millions of dollars, motherfucker. Sometimes you got to play on your sore knees. Yeah. Like, the reason why he wanted everybody shipped out of Toronto is because he didn't think he had enough help and he had to carry the team by himself. He was making some Jordan-esque demands. Yeah. But we just see him like, ha, 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 ha. So we don't think that he can have this yeah. huge ego. Right. There's ego there. Man, I'd have loved him staying in Toronto just to see. I don't know if Pascal would have gotten as good knowing Kawhi's coming back, but that fucking squad right now with Kawhi, yeah, been the Clippers are stacked too. Yeah, let's have this conversation. Pascal or Paul George? Whoa. Pascal Let's have the younger. conversation, yo. Whoa. Pascal younger, Pascal more durable. Whoa. Pascal, who's got less ego? Pascal. And to credit Paul George, I don't think he got tons of ego, but he's going to chalk up some stupid shots. Yeah. You know, because he's, I'm Paul George. I'm going to try to mix you up and, you know, pull up a fucking fadeaway three from the corner. And you're on record saying you love his game more than any other in the league. I love his game. Yeah. That being said, who do I want to play with if I'm Kawhi? If I'm thinking about being one of the greats, the younger, more durable Pascal who's ascending, that's interesting. All these contracts are up a year after this. 
Kyle Lowry would probably come back for less. He's probably happy here. And you can maybe even trade his expiring contract for fucking God knows what. Because mm-hmm. the team, you know, teams want to get money off their, their salary. So, right. like, if I think Kyle Lowry's deal expires next year, so it'd be like $30 million a team could save by, you know, by signing or whatever. You could get a lot of shit for that. Right. You could build a squad. Toronto had assets. Clippers got a squad, but they traded all their assets to get Paul George. Mm. Toronto had both. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm and, looking at the stats right now, and Paul George, uh, higher points per game, higher assists per game. It's like, don't you want to play season? with the play? Uh, this is career for sure. Yeah, career. My thing about Pascal is he's probably going to win most improved player, and he was good last year. Yeah. Mm. So that's where I'm like, and you can't really predict this, but I, I'd have loved to see him stay just to see how it worked out. To see what would happen. Uh, what do you think about Michael Phelps trying to kill himself? <laughs> or, or what does he want to kill himself? What's the whole deal? I know he he, he battled, didn't try to kill himself, guys. Sorry, yeah, I don't want to. Battles a lot with mental health, but he's just like this quarantine has been tough. Like it's the hardest time of my life, which is kind of crazy coming from a fucking the most a winning Olympian in history. Yeah, in the history of time. Yeah, so he looks like he most, got the hip. Yeah. yeah, everybody says he kind of looks like me, which is quite insulting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you I never mean, want to be I mean, compared to someone that? who is <laughs> uglier than you and uh, objectively uglier than you. But yeah. yeah, I see the similarities a bit. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, but what is he saying? He's he just has an interview about how sad he is. He's just he, struggling a lot in quarantine. Apparently, like mentally, mental health wise, he feels real overwhelmed and like. I don't know. This but is, it's did just he crazy. call ESPN and say, "Hey, I'm feeling depressed. I'd like to share it with you guys." Like, what, how how does this interview even happen? I don't know. Why is anybody think. checking up on him? Why does anybody care about the guy who doesn't swim anymore? <laughs> they need news, man. There's no sports on. Fam, you know you, you're getting low on news when you call up the swimming guy who don't swim no more and ask him about his mental health. And they got nothing. They got nothing else. I think he was giving an interview to somebody Dude, else. Isn't it crazy that this guy is depressed now? That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. A year ago, it came out he was fucking some tranny. Remember? Really? I thought he was engaged. No, apparently he was like banging some tranny or didn't know about it. Look up Michael Phelps tranny. (laughs) Mark, can you look up Michael Phelps tranny? I would love to, yeah. Um, (laughs) It's probably in his auto Some girl was like alleging or some tranny was alleging they dated. From the Daily Mail, Michael Phelps' self-proclaimed girlfriend reveals she was born a male. As she describes her amazing intimacy with Olympic swimmer. Self-proclaimed girlfriend? Yeah. Damn, son. Is she the actual girlfriend? That I don't know. Because self-proclaimed. Maybe they're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe they talk on fucking Instagram. She's still a tranny. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, And so basically it's just this article about how he's like having depression or something. What's the deal? Like what's going on? What were you doing before that you couldn't do now? I don't know. You could swim in isolation. It's literally what swimming is. Yeah. It's isolation. Yeah, I just don't get it. What was so exciting about his life that's changed? I think the loss of the limelight. So it's so, not about quarantine. Uh, yeah. It's for, about the limelight. For a 10 year period, probably even longer, he was like the man. The man. But even then, on you only gave a fuck box. about him one month every four years. Son, swimming nah, is so he's... stupid. <laughs> Can we just talk about how stupid swimming is? I mean, it's the best form of exercise, but. Is As it a though? Sport? Yeah, it is. Hey, is it? You it know who swims every day at the local YMCA? Who? Larry Legend, your dad. He cut that shit out because it's stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I think that was the first thing that my dad forgot when his memory started going. <laughs> he saw he Michael Phelps be all sad. He was like, "Fuck, fuck that this shit, <laughs> dude." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I become the best swimmer I can be, and then I just want to be fucking whining all the time. Yeah, like, get out of here, dude. 
<laughs> now, my dad did swim. That's a fact. But he also had like four knee surgeries, so it was the only way that he could do it. He used to be a marathon runner, and he would do that shit in army boots, like a fucking boxer, because that's what boxers used to run in. Now he got the illest bunions and the craziest nails ever, so don't do that. <laughs> 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 and don't it kind of explains the bad knees. It's really, really, it's really bad. Yeah. Don't ever do that. that. So he had to. He was forced to swim. He didn't want to swim. But like the swimming thing, can we get rid of it? Can we get it out of the Olympics? What the hell is he thinking? What do you mean? <laughs> marathon in combat boots? That's what boxers used to train. Yeah, but they didn't they run marathons, work. yo. They ran like Say eight what? miles. What do you mean? A boxer runs like eight miles. He don't run 26 or whatever it is. Son, Larry Schultz ain't no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Larry Schultz out here dicking down girls. You know what I'm saying? Before, Girl. mom, before my mom, oh, he was okay. dicking down these girls, bro. Dicks down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? With the fatty. He had that fatty, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Stuffing yeah. him full of it. <laughs> full pubic hair, too. Full, full of what? 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 Fat dick, bro. <laughs> he was stuffing fat dick in there, dude. That's how things yeah. work. Fucking marathon. Yo, you know, that is crazy. That wild, can, yo. So that's how you could tell there's double standards. Because I want my dad to get all the pussy before my mom. And if my mom was out here fucking dudes, I'm like, you whore. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, right? Save your puss for my dad and me to come out of. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is crazy. But if girls were being fucked up to my dad, nah. <laughs> you just switched to double standard, mid-double standard. No, like, if girls were disrespecting my dad by not giving him pussy back in the day, that'd be... <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fucked up. Like, okay. that's super foul. I think it's because you look at your mom like that's your first house. You know what I mean? You don't want to be lived in. So, yeah, if some guy's, like, disrespecting it, you're that's like... That's so funny. Like, yo, I'm that's so funny. That's my, that's what, I used to live you there. Like, you don't want to I feel like I built this motherfucker. <laughs> Real talk, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> it's like someone like ruining your apartment. You know? Yeah. It's like when your school gets knocked down. It's like, damn. That was that. mine. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, no bullshit. I remember my dad fucking my mom when I was in my mom. Come on, son. <laughs> Like, <laughs> nah, on, no, dead serious, dog. Dead serious. I remember that. I was bobbing and weaving like Mayweather in that bitch. Oh. <laughs> Shoulder rolling. Maybe he was trying to train you to box. Maybe he's trying to train you to box. I think he on. was. I think he would deep stroke and I have to get away from it and I have to dip, slip under. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I punch back. You throw jabs? Say what? You throw jabs? I would back? throw jabs. One time, I remember, I got my whole fist stuck in his urethra. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that shit. And then he would cool you down. Say, yo, one time he threw a Hadouken all over me. That shit was wet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, chill, pops. Are you still busting inside, bro? I'm in here, dog. I'm in here. It's a flood. So, I can't even make jokes about your son, dad. That shit was your crazy. Mom, he was fucking her at least two times. The placenta is <laughs> the first umbrella, though. That shit is uh, perfect. Like, dude, can it cover you? Yeah. I had a shield the whole time. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. You were never yeah. in any real danger. I think I had a drop top placenta, dog. Because that <laughs> shit was hitting me right in the fucking face and the shoulder. He broke it? Son, I think he might have broke my placenta. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Maybe. It's just like wearing four ounce mitts. It ain't really stopping much. <laughs> <laughs> the placenta's headgear. Yeah. Like, it's sparring. My dad's just sparring. <laughs> you still gonna feel those right there. <laughs> So the sperm doesn't touch you no matter what. The placenta protects 100%. Placenta protects, yeah. yeah. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. 
I remember one time I tried to get him with that umbilical cord. I tried to choke that shit around his dick <laughs> with that umbilical. And he saw it come and just snuck that dick right out of there real quick. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, fam. All right. <laughs> I couldn't say that many words at that point. So I was just like, all right. <laughs> anyway, Michael Phelps, stop being a bitch. Um, all complaining and shit, bro. I hate this like so public he, complaining. He looks sick. Watch. I you think he got AIDS? I bet he got something. You think Alex think Al thinks that I he can tell it. when people have AIDS? I guarantee you. Watch, and he thinks Michael Phelps got AIDS. Yeah, he looks like Dallas Buyers Club right now. How yeah. much time we have on this deal? Um, I give it a year. He's progressing. That's progressive. Progressing yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you serious, Al? Yeah, that's why he's depressed because he knows he's going. Are you serious for real? Yeah. I don't know, man. I can believe you can tell when girls are pregnant, but I don't believe nah, you can I tell can spot, when girls. I can spot the hip. Why can you spot the hip? Why is that? I don't Italian know. Now? I just could spot the hip, son. Some people like just a- have gifts. <laughs> That's a gift? How much HIV is there left? What you mean? That's a great question to ask. How much HIV is left? What you mean? Before it's just AIDS? No, like how much HIV is out there in the world and AIDS combined? Like, is there more HIV than there is like platinum? <laughs> <laughs> like, like what what do what do what do we have more of on this planet? Like, what's more rare? Like, should I get my girl a ring made out of some... Some him? Some him? <laughs> like, what's, what is more valuable? And nothing says forever like him. <laughs> no question. Uh, Opposite. You're not even coming Every kiss close. begins with him. <laughs> every kiss <laughs> begins with gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Son, oh, fuck. that's kind of sus, bro. What? That Al knows when everyone's got hit. Oh yeah, why? <laughs> I could just spot it. It's a little sus. Like I don't know if you're if you're someone that like has too good a gaydar, you might be gay. Yeah, that's not. Like, that's not. But a why aren't you sharing this with the gays back in the day? Like when did you realize the superpower? You could probably save at least a few million gays. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, you could have gone know. to Live Aid, bro. I should have. I should have. Well, so how do you right know? Time. Like, what is it? Like, what? I don't know. They just got to look. He got the look. Was Live for AIDS? It was like Woodstock. That's a little on the nose, it, it ain't was, it? It was Woodstock for AIDS, bro. What's Live Aid? It's a concert, I guess, for like a benefit. I guess it was for AIDS. I assume yeah. that was too like close. Live Who do you give the money to if they're dead? Having a concert, <laughs> having Live AIDS for AIDS. You know what I mean? It's just whack. But yeah. let's be serious. Huh. Who do we give the money to if they're dead? It's just, it's just, it's to find a cure. Huh? It's the cure. Giving him money. <laughs> I was like, yo, you got the HIV? Here's a nickel. <laughs> like, didn't do that shit. <laughs> so, nickel is Mark's second favorite word. <laughs> Love thy nickel, bro. What? What'd you say? Pumper what? nickel? What? <laughs> That's what your dad was doing, bro. <laughs> doing real talk, dude. Yeah, Pumper nickel. All right, so... Um, but no, in all seriousness, like with the Corona charity, where does that money go to the people with Corona? Like, I had to find a vaccine, probably to help. Maybe. So what? What, what do we do with the money? We hire more scientists. We're like, okay, we get three more scientists. <laughs> I think honestly, some shit like that. Yeah. yeah like, right. I, like, because we know we got scientists working on it, and what are they like? Well, I'm not gonna work unless you give me some more money. And now I'm gonna be more science about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can just have more people. I'm just saying, like, but right like, now, scientists are working, right? Do you think they're like gonna boycott? Are they Turn gonna up do the like science? Yeah, like are there scientists in there? Like, listen, I'm getting hundred grand a year. I'm gonna give you hundred grand a year of effort. But if you're trying to raise some money, maybe you can hire a new scientist. Yes, you know what I mean. Why don't we hire that other one? 
We say once you. If we got better guy. scientists, <laughs> bye. Just more. Yeah. It's There's like, more people working for the same. More people purpose. doing the same math. Nah, they're trying out different things. I'm sorry, back in the day, one dude could make a vaccine. vaccine. Jonas Salk. The other ones. Okay. Who? (laughs) Jonas Salk. one person. Jonas Salk made a vaccine all by him damn self. He didn't know if he needed fucking live aid, corona aid. Yeah, he ain't had no deadlines, though. That motherfucker just work on it. Say what? He didn't have no deadlines. That guy was just working in the Fam, he had the ultimate deadline. He injected himself. (laughs) That's what we need, yo. That's if you really want these scientists to get to science in, give them some AIDS. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously. Yo, you want, hey, bro, you want oh a cure for Corona? Yeah. You got to give the fucking scientists Corona. That's what we should do. You want a cure for AIDS? Give the scientists AIDS. You want a cure for Corona? Give the scientists Corona. You want a cure for cancer? Give the scientists cancer. They are going to figure that shit the fuck out. <laughs> Once their lives are on the line, they're not going to oh, be dilly-dallying all day, <laughs> taking their time, bleaching their fucking trench coats, working on their... F- <laughs> <laughs> What's that stupid shit they put on? Check your heartbeat. I gave you the beats, dog. <laughs> Give the scientists AIDS. <laughs> I think you just figured it out, bro. No. I think you might have figured it out. Uh huh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Durr. Yeah, that's oh, the problem man. with all these diseases. Is that too stupid of people get it? That's it. Akash. Yo, I I just. If uh, you are a scientist, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetical <laughs> world where you make your parents proud. Yeah. Do you think if you got diabetes, you would fix that? Yeah, I guess. What if? Your mom got diabetes oh, and you had that. the ability. I would fix that. I know I ain't shit. My dad can't remember nothing. <laughs> I'm not even getting him an iPad or something where he can write shit down. <laughs> right? But if I was a scientist, that's where I'd be putting all my fucking effort in. Mm. So we need to either give scientists AIDS or give scientists kids AIDS or something, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Add the stakes. Yo. <laughs> Am I talking crazy? No, nah, I think it's a good point. <laughs> nah, perfectly. Tell me, though. listen. I understand it's drastic measures. It but is funny to say give give scientists kids AIDS. Am I crazy? <laughs> Am I talking crazy? Am will I saying they, crazy? Will things? they fix it? Because now we got to rely on Bill Gates to fix everything, right? Yeah. How do you give the kids AIDS? What? How do you give the kids? Mark, AIDS? not that way. <laughs> <laughs> Mark signing up real yeah. quick. Mark, I, I think you've been red pilled again. We got him. We got him. You hear Mark's response? I don't have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we just assume I had AIDS? <laughs> and the fact that Al said it, that kind of made me. Yes, yo, but you in, lose in weight, all so. seriousness, let's say there is an illness that's going to kill the entire world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We need scientists to work on it. Well, it's going to kill the entire. Yeah, they're already incentivized to get the. You know the where thing. they could do this? Go China. Talk to me. China could do some shit like this. They would do some shit like this. Mm-hmm. They kind of have a history of not really caring about the welfare of each individual in their country. Mm-hmm. It's for the greater good. Yep. You know where Wuhan came from? Where? Wuhan. Okay. In I'm with you. China. Okay. China. China. <laughs> China. Yo, Trump says China with an M word in it. <laughs> right? When he says China, don't it sound a little offensive? Yeah, yeah. China. 
I'm Theo. But he ends it with an A, so it's cool. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, go. Ended with an ER. So if he hit one, he's like, these chiners. <laughs> that might be a little heavy. But go on. If, the, if you started the shit yep. and you want to find a cure and you're motivated and yep. you don't, you're already killing motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Inject. Honestly, I'm supportive of this. It's not the worst idea in the world. What are scientists supposed to do anymore? <laughs> didn't What's we, their motivation? Son, didn't we figure out all the science? This Today I read an article. Uh, I, I read an article I saw an Instagram post that Lil Duval posted. Uh, <laughs> so not an article at all, just a headline. That they found a parallel universe to ours where time goes backwards. Okay. What? <laughs> All right. What the fuck does that even mean? My point is, why are we worried about that? Because there's no more science to do. Damn. We've done all the science. <laughs> We're looking at parallel universes. Okay, so finish the point. The point is, give them AIDS, bro. <laughs> like all those brilliant guys are working on another parallel universe. Even Stephen Hawking, right? Yeah. This guy's working on parallel universes. Work on moving your lid. <laughs> work on parallelisis. Yeah, we should work on parallelisis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, what the fuck is happening? Where are our priorities here? <laughs> Where yeah. are our priorities here? No. I mean. uh, hey, no. <laughs> we need to get science back on track. Science is not on track. Drew, would you say you're a patriot? Say again? Would you say you're a patriot? What is the flag behind me? Okay. So, what is the flag behind me, bro? <laughs> the American flag. The American flag. I see it. Would Four you, score. Would you seven have, years ago? Come on, son. Our forefathers set forth upon this mm-hmm, nation. Wait, he'll fall off the tracks. He get yeah, start making that, that was shit. it. That was a lie. Hey, bro, time. why would you do that to me, dog? Because I just knew. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, go, Al. Fuck it. Is this the word of the speech? I don't Say even know. What? I don't even know when the speech ended, bro. That's <laughs> Malcolm X, fam. <laughs> Go. So there are people signing up to uh, <laughs> help us Wakanda? find a vaccine for Corona. Quicker. Yeah. And so they're volunteering to get Corona. Yep. So there are more test subjects to try vaccines on. Yep. So will you satisfy your patriotic duty and help the world find a vaccine? I am quicker? helping the world find a vaccine. No, no, no. I'm Bye. willing to give scientists kids Corona. Nah, but would you, <laughs> would you sign up and take that same... No, because someone needs to keep us safe. You keep it up safe. How you keep it up safe? I have to protect America. How you protecting us? <laughs> In the event we get an attack from China, you're gonna need some a badass motherfucker to be the pilot of a ship or a plane. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. Can you, can you fly so you couldn't even protect your girl from the matcha guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally a Chinese, a Chinese attacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> oh. All right. God bless laughter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> god bless. No, in all seriousness, no, I'm not gonna get injected with corona uh, because obviously I'm doing more work on the streets. Mm. So, which science things do you think should get cut? Like find a parallel universe is cut. Go to Mars. Cut. Mm-hmm. Go to. Um, that's valid. This yeah. is valid. You go to Mars. Cut right now. Go to the Moon. Cut. Yep. Um. Uh. Go to like even the sky. 
Like go to the sky <laughs> cut. Like I don't even think. So don't planes are cut? I, yeah, like sciencey planes. Like you know, like, like, like we don't need to get better at making planes. Like, like yeah, we're good. like we like, got the planes. Like we got the planes, right. and also like you know how they'll study clouds. Like we're gonna figure out how clouds work. It's like or not. I think we figured clouds out, son. But I, think I don't know one. if we did because sometimes a cumulonimbi be acting crazy, bro. <laughs> like sometimes a cumulonimbus. Yeah, a cumulonimbus is that's the fucking cloud to worry about. So a cumulonimbus or a cumulonimbi, that's multiple of them. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a problematic cloud. Yeah. Thick clusters, tall, dense. Mad dense. Dense, bro. Alright, so what about math? We should cut that. Math has been figured out. There's no more math. That's what you think. What name another math? I don't know, but some Indian gonna come up with some shit. <laughs> the Indians already figured out all the math. No, they still figuring it out. Son, back in the day, there's an Indian. I forget the guy's name, but there's a uh, Indian mathematician that like developed all this advanced algebra before anybody. Mm-hmm. What is his name? I forget his name, but they sent him to Cambridge. It's like some insane shit. He did it by himself. Like it's inside you. This shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> much like spelling. And rape. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's inside her. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much we love jokes. We're celebrating the. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, honestly, in my honest opinion, we need to reconfigure science and like what we're doing with chemistry. All this Say again. What do we think about chemistry? I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Like what is there to chemistry? It's just chemistry like, makes medicine also. So yeah, don't, we keep chemistry. I think we got it though. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't we have enough potions and shit? Like, nah, isn't clearly not because we still need vaccines for. But that vaccine is going to come from some shit we already got. Yeah, but you got you need a chemist to figure out how to make the compound and all that. Is shit. it that different than flavoring a steak? Like, <laughs> you're just going to put together some ingredients that already but exist. But you need the chemist to put Fam, it. Fam, go to the chart. Do <laughs> you know the chart to look like America? Periodic table? Yeah. Go there a little bit more periodically, and then maybe we get a solution to all this shit. If you ask me, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All they gotta chemists. do is just try each box. Try the boxes. Just mix the t- what's the worst that can happen? advent calendar. You know Bro, what I mean? Like, just open that shit. But do something with it. Like, we got, look, you had some H, and then you had some O, and you mix the right amounts together. We got water. Take some boravine mm-hmm. and mix it with some chloroline. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Uh, and maybe we fix corona. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, like you need the chemist to do that. Physicists could get got. Say what? Physicists could get got. That's done. We figured out physics. <laughs> <laughs> That's figured out. You know what's sad? Ain't been no great physicist since Newton. That's a long ass time. Guy came up with three laws and y'all ain't done no revolutionary shit since. Son, most important thing he invented was fig. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, think about all the the science that guy did. That's a real renaissance, man, yo. Gravity and figs, yo. Son, delicious pastries. The most amazing thing he did in his entire existence was the snack. Bruh. Right? Think about that. Impressive. And also, what did he really invent? He just witnessed shit happening, and he was like, oh, yeah, I figured that out. Things fall. <laughs> what if? What did fucking Newton do? Gravity? Yeah. Already exists. Yeah. 
You think nobody else knew there was great? You think motherfuckers were like, yo, we shouldn't jump. We might not come back. <laughs> so discovering shit's not noteworthy? He just called it gravity. Yeah, but we didn't know why. He's the one that's like, oh, here's why. Who gives a fuck? Nobody knows why gravity exists anyway now. Even to this day, it changes when you go into space. All the rules that they made up only apply to this atmosphere. Where we all live. Say again? <laughs> I'm just saying it's useless when you go out into space. All these laws are useless in space. Gravity's the same on the moon? I just don't understand why that matters. My point is he didn't invent shit. So it's not worth it if you didn't invent it. Honestly, I think Newton, I think he just said some shit everybody knew. That's why everybody thought he was a bum back in the day. He was like, look, if, a, if you know Apple falls, it's going to hit the ground. They're like, thanks. So in 10 years <laughs> when somebody's like, look, all Andrew did was put shit on YouTube. He didn't make YouTube. I knew he you were saying, going here. Hey, if you put a video on YouTube, people will watch. I knew you were going here and I was already ready for it. They weren't doing it before me. <laughs> Apple's been falling before Newton. Nobody's posting on YouTube before you? Never. I was the first YouTube post. <laughs> I was the first YouTube post. Now, if you use gravity, if Newton used gravity so to do some other cool shit. So figure out how YouTube works. Now, what I did is I used gravity to do some cool shit. So if Newton used gravity. Exactly. So if Newton used gravity to do some cool shit, then I fucks with him. Like, if he used the power of gravity yeah. to do some other shit, I'm like, yo, Newton. Mm. My man told us how everything worked. I'm saying there's been no great physicist What did he Newton. fucking do? He had three laws. Everything works on these three laws. Okay, go. Give me them. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Not true. Trannies. <laughs> <laughs> if you fuck a tranny, the tranny's fucking you too. No, that doesn't happen. Okay? <laughs> Chop your dick off. What happens? Where's the equal and opposite reaction? The dick falls to the ground. Uh -huh. Now you got a big hole in your dick. These are all equal and opposite things. No, that's not equal and opposite. Keep going. So that law is Force done. equals that mass times acceleration. Force equals mass times acceleration. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then? Uh, an object at rest tends to stay at rest and an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Well, that guy's a fucking genius, isn't he? Unless Something that's upon... staying still is still. Something's moving is moving. The fucking Seinfeld of science Whoa. over here. Oh, <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. What else? Never get this Boom, 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 done with me. Boom, 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 boom. Whatever it is, right? I mean, what a fucking asshole this guy is. Imagine you just describe, hey, the sky is blue, unless it's not blue, and then it's the color it is. Andrew's first law. The Andrew's first law. I'm going to make some laws that Newton made. Oh, yeah, give me some laws, bro. You want some laws that yeah. Newton made? Post Go. your content on YouTube. You ready? Yeah. This are, these are laws that Newton made. These are Andrew's new laws. Ready? Andrew's new laws, okay. right? The wind will flip off your hat, unless, of course, your hat is tight enough, and then the wind won't flip it off, unless the wind is speedy enough, and then it might... <laughs> That's literally what Newton was doing. And motherfuckers were looking at him like, shut the fuck up, Captain Obvious. Mm. This is Captain Obvious here. Newton is a goat, y'all. That's the Elon Musk of back in the day. Bro, yo. that's why his name was Newton, bro, because he fucking said all the shit everyone knew. Like, he just <laughs> yo, <laughs> thank you, Mark. <laughs> that's because he knew a ton, son. That motherfucker knew everything. Oh, nah, shit. That was actually nah, good, nah, too. Nah, y'all are nice with his words. Oh. What are you, Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe watch a little more. You know what I mean? You get it. Fuck. In there. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, listen. We don't have to, you know, educate people on science too much anymore. Um... <laughs> I'm just trying to say Newton overrated, big, big time overrated. All right, we're going to take a break for a second and uh, pay some bills. Shout out to the fucking greatest sponsor this show has ever had, Blue Chew, man. Mm. 
Blue Chew, shout out to Blue Chew. You already know what it is. If you're new to this podcast, they are one. there's one thing this podcast provides to the Army members. You are an asshole Army member if you are joining this podcast and you are a dedicated listener and follower and supporter of the patriarchy. No, of the flagrancy. <laughs> um, we don't play around over here. We got hard dicks, okay? And we dick down with the best possible ability that we can have we get the most out of our dick so ladies that listen to this podcast they got a man that listens to get the best dick in their life and all the fellas out here listening are making sure that the women in their lives get the best possible dick and we do that with blue chew bluechew.com okay bluechew.com it's the same active ingredients as in cialis and viagra it's the same exact shit okay but we treating that thing like it's a party mm. All right, you got a weekend away. You know you're going to have a weekend away soon once this corona shit is done. You better pack that chew up. And it's free, by the way. You just got to pay $5 shipping when you use our promo code flagrant. Bluechew.com. Use our promo code flagrant. Simple as that. But you got that weekend away. You better chew it up. You better chew it up. You know, it acts 20% quicker than the competition because you chew it up. You don't got to wait till that shit sits in your stomach. And some of you fat motherfuckers probably got slow metabolism, so you're going to be waiting hours for your Viagra Cialis to kick in when that chew is ready to go. Bluechew.com, okay? Promo code is flagrant. You try for free. You only pay $5 shipping. You owe it to your girl, and ladies, you owe it to yourselves. Bluechew.com. Why not fuck better? That's it, Akash. Why not fuck better? Easy line of logic I could think of. Done. Let's get back to the show. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? Any things that you want to get off of your chest, Akash, or any things that you want to share? Do you know what I mean? Your fine ass, bro. People were talking about how fine you were on fucking Twitter, Oh, really? Bro. Oh, my oh, God. So I've been a little haggard recently. That's nah, right. son. That's motherfuckers right. was like, yo, he's a joint, yo, yo, joint. What? Yeah, or they said you were a foin. They I'm put foin? an eye in it. Yeah, I got that bro. Michael B. Jordan. Son. <laughs> they said you were a foin, bro. Hey. So how do you feel about that? Anything you want to hey, say? Hey, Michael B. Jordan, call me. Let's talk about how fine we are together. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Son. Is that, okay. All right. That's what you want to do with that? Yeah, that's your approach. All right. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. <laughs> to each his own. Okay. Anything else you want to touch on before we get the fuck out this bitch? No. You're uh, done. That's no. it. There's uh, nothing else. I think, I think I'm good. So help you God. Well, I know who needs some help is these motherfuckers at Comedy Central broke as fuck ain't got nothing to do. You probably even made it to the end of this podcast because you're sitting at home waiting on unemployment checks. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't even know if that shit's true, to be honest with you. They might still be working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hit that dumb. Dougie, no, I can't. Hit that motherfucker. These guys are comedy. These guys are comedy central. Like you thought. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, who told me? I think Chrissy told me. Bro, this is North Korea, bro. So, yeah, we in North Korea. <laughs> we in North Korea. Like we North defeated North everyone, bro. Uh, we won the World Cup. <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, I think it is true. I think someone told me. Chris told me. Someone told me they all got chopped. They all got that choppy choppy. I said didn't happen earlier. Anyway, y'all. Uh, yo, listen. Flagrant to Patreon, by the way. Patreon, yo. How Patreon. did we not? How was this not a Patreon? I know, bro. We were wilding. Yo, if y'all enjoy the hang, come kick with us Fridays on Patreon, man. We just getting even crazier, even looser. Uh, Patreon.com slash flagrant to join the asshole army. 
the massive asshole army Patreon, top ten in the world. No big deal though. We out I here. mean, there's a reason for it, but no big deal. We out here. It's top ten. You know what I'm saying? We trying to be top five. Let's do it. And then we come for that number one spot. Uh, cause that's how we do things. Anyway, y'all, we appreciate y'all, man. Um, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're enjoying all the content that we've been serving in the quarantine. Make sure you check out the Schultz Eps. We put that on the Andrew Schultz uh, YouTube channel and the Instagram. And, uh, you know, God bless the GOAT Joe Rogan for sharing them and all the other people that have been sharing and spreading the word, man. It's been pretty awesome to see it happen, um, to see this show grow. You know, just we do it once a week. We take a topic. We drop Saturdays. And, I mean, it's just pretty cool how amazing we are at it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, first episode, I thought we were easily better than any late night show. Second episode, we were better than Daily Show. Third episode, we were better than John Oliver. Fourth episode, there's really nobody for us to compete with anymore. So uh, maybe we got to find something else to do, to be honest with you. After we've just destroyed all the competition. We need to find new boxes to check off. So we're coming for you. Yeah. You know who you are. I'm not going to say it, but you know who you are. We're coming for you. Boom, ba-dum, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, peace.